Net Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is, fuck, I have no idea. Today is Thursday. <clears throat> yeah, Thursday, April 6th, 2023. And this is episode number 638 of Barry on Deck. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Uh, we did it. We did it. <laughs> We did it! We got through the five days of... God damn, my eyebrows are insane right now. I mean, they're no Paul Gallant eyebrows, but fuck. We got through it. Uh, if you don't know what we got through, we got through the gauntlet of shows and appearances since Friday of last week. Uh, excuse me. Sorry about that. That was disgusting. Uh, it's been a doozy, folks. It has been an absolute doozy of a f- Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Make Tuesday, it. Wednesday. It's been a doozy of a six days. Hey, SVG, just raise that time. Uh-oh. Sorry, my little monitor over here. Yo, SVG, that's six months, baby. Thank you, man, for resubscribing for six months. Hey, by the way, I missed it yesterday. Terrence, we didn't have a show. Terrence Cartwright sent 10 bits and said, what up, deckheads? Bro, Terrence, we got to get you on the social medias in the Discord. You got to join the Patreon, bro, so you can keep up. Everybody else knew there was no show. Terrence showed up, sent 10 bits. He's like Chris Mina, not Christopher. Chris Mina in the offseason on a Sunday, just sending out gifted subs and no one's around. Uh, but I appreciate you, Terrence Cartwright. Also, thank you to Hugh Dab for following. And Jared Taylor just resubscribed. <laughs> 14 months. Holy shit, have we been doing that here? Have we really been on Twitch now for 14 months? That is crazy. Uh, Homo Astros fan, thank you for the 100 bits. Jordanandez, thank you for the 69. I like uh, uh, SVG resubscribe. Allen with 300 bits. Oh, shit, we got a hype train. Let's go. And then DJ Maddie with 100 bits. Well, what the fuck? I don't know where my hat is. We'll just pretend this is a, uh, <clears throat> a, a, a an engineer's hat, a conductor's hat. Okay, shut up, crowd. That was excessive crowd noise. Uh oh shit, Cisco! Thank you for the sixty-nine. I like uh, uh, appreciate you guys. Thank y'all for starting this bitch off with a hype train, man. I ain't gonna lie. <sighs> I'm ready for tomorrow. I am ready. Uh, 
I'm ready for a day off. And I think tomorrow, you know, like usually on Fridays, I try to, I try to do a bunch of admin work and man, I ain't doing shit tomorrow. I'm lying. I'm probably gonna fucking work. But I will tell you one thing. I'm probably gonna do. I'll probably smoke like 11 Niner cigars tomorrow, um, just because I'm like, man, I've been dying to just smoke a stogue. Uh, <laughs> And just kind of really, it's my relax. That's, that's my, um, like everybody has, in fact, I'm curious, what's your happy place chat? What's your happy place? Leave it in the chat, type it in. I know right now for me, when I need to escape, when I need to get away, when I need to, uh, unwind to decompress, whatever it is for me, it used to be pooping. I mean, that's true. Heartthrob! Very Mr. No Days Off laughing at. Thank you, buddy, for resubscribing for four day months. By the way, is truck driver Pookie here? Is he in the building? TDP, you here? Bro, let's figure out why Twitch fucked you, okay? Okay, let's figure out why Twitch fucked you, because I don't like that. I don't like that. Uh, so we need to we need to get that uh, figured out for TDP. Um, and I also need to, I think I have it in the chat. Let's see. Uh, is it bits? No. What was the thing I did? Um, be nice, Ivan. Let's go, Terrence. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for the uh, 11 bits, man. And I, I don't know if you were here for it. Um, but uh, I said, man, we need to get you on uh, uh, social media because we didn't do a show yesterday. And I saw you sent bits yesterday and I felt terrible that I wasn't able to say thank you and acknowledge and appreciate them. Um, but yeah, we, you got to get you follow me at Barry is fun. All the socials are right here. Well, like right here. Uh, and I usually tweet it out hundred percent of the time, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, go follow. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let me know. Uh, let me know truck driver Pookie, how I can help you with that. And I need to get the link in here somehow. I forget which one it is, but there's a way if you're on mobile, you can, uh, you can buy bits and subs and all that shit, uh, by using a link to the web browser. You don't want to buy it through the app. That's the problem. There's like a, there's like a, uh, what do they call it? An upcharge or whatever. Cause the Google store, the, the Apple store is charging a premium on top of it. So they, they charge more. So if you can get somehow get to the web browser and do it, then it's uh it's, it's a, it's a hell of a lot less expensive. So I, I don't know what the damn, uh, uh, let's see, hold on commands there we go i forgot you could do that oh i did two of them by mistake commands there we go for a list of commands go here uh mobile there you go m-o-b-i-l-e so bang mobile oh what the fuck that's weird why is that coming through right now Y'all can't hear that, but like I'm hearing myself. That was super weird. Uh, uh, oh shit, I show up and we're running a train on Barry. Yeah, shut up, Hotch! Um, El Lisa, sweetie, thank you for the 300 bits. Uh, much appreciated, my love. And Terrence said I was here earlier, uh, but I'm here. Let's go. So, man, yeah, we're already in level two of Ice Train. Oh, you guys are shot. Oh, you guys are shot. I have nothing of consequence to shoot, just this raggedy ass Tito's. Just this disgusting, awful, terrible, gross. 
I'm just pissing Jen off is all I'm doing. Dre! <laughs> Thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Thank you, my friend. You know what I kind of miss that we should be doing? I thought about this this morning. I'm not going to lie. And I'm going to get to all the happy places in the chat in just a second. But you know what I thought about doing? I literally thought about just taking the laptop outside and sitting on the back porch, smoking cigars, drinking, and doing the show that way. I should have done it. I should have done it. Uh, But I didn't. So here's some disgusting vodka made by a dude named Tito. One of the Jacksons. That's a fun fact you guys didn't know. Tito's Handmade Vodka. It says it was made in Austin, Texas, and that might be true, but it's actually owned and operated by Tito Jackson. You heard it here first. Um, so I, you know what I should do? Oh, I should put it in this. This is my backup drink right here because I'm about to run out of Diet Coke. But nah, we going to shooty shoot, shoot. Thank you guys for the hype train. I love you to death. Hey, also, I'm going to combine shots. Uh, thank you to everybody that came out last night. Listen, do not, I, 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 a lot of people will tell you, they, they, they'll tell you what they think you want to hear. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, yo, Joey, (laughs) thank you for resubscribing for seven months. Holy shit. That put us to 52% of a hype train. Uh, (laughs) fun facts with Barry Allen. Uh, so yeah, uh, but I, look, a lot of people will tell you when you have an event or you're doing something, oh, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. They have no intentions of going. They just want you. They just want to tell you what you want. They want, they want to tell you what you want to hear. They want to tell you stuff that they think will make you feel good and make them look good at the same time. And we did. We had a lot of people say they were going to come and didn't. And I get it. Life happens. I'm not upset. I'm more proud and thankful and appreciative for the people that said they were going to be there and fucking showed up. I love you to death, man. Some of y'all made all three events. FJ was at uh, FJ. Let's see who else. Uh, let's. So it was um, FJ was at all three. He was at Hop Scholar. He was at the watch party, and he was there last night at the roast. Um, trying to remember, was there anybody else that did the that did the trifecta? If I'm forgetting you, please know it's not on purpose. My mind is a mess right now. Um, but yeah, like, dude, that's fucking badass, homie. I appreciate you. Donna and CC were there last night. SVG was there last night. Uh, 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 Christopher Mina was there last night. Pink Valkyrie was there last night. And I know, I know, I know I'm going to forget people. Cause again, I'm a fucking mess right now, but this is, this is this. Yeah. You and CC Donna hit two of the three hundred percent. Uh, but this is for the hype train and this is for everybody that came out and fucked with me last night. And if you didn't, I get it. You missed one of the greatest comedy shows I've ever been a part of. And that's not hyperbole. But you know what? We'll talk about it in a second. Cheers, everybody. Ugh. All right. So, uh, thank you guys for the hype train. Three gifted subs, 1,049 bits. Holy shit, that's awesome. Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits. Much appreciated. Okay. All right. Bro, you know what's so badass is like I, Donna and CC right front and center. It was so great to see them uh, and their smiling face. And CC was a champ, you guys. CC was a trooper. Uh, she took all the Cowboys jokes and she got a little upset, but she she took them all. Uh, but you know, she took them all for 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 uh, in good in good fun and in, in stride. So I'm proud of her because y'all know she gets sensitive about the Cowboys. And there were plenty of Cowboys jokes. 
Uh, but man, it's so it's so cool to look out and see people that you know that are there genuinely supporting you and wanting you to win. And uh, yeah, it was just it was just dope, man. It was just great to see everybody. So all right, let's do your happy place thing, and then we're gonna get back into this. Um, Alan said, "Holy cow, he started early." I mean, I still started technically late, but I was that was just because I wanted to have the slide ready. Uh, but thank you for noticing. Um. Where the fuck was the happy places? Hey, what's up, Tony? Let's do chat. Let's do it. Fuck it. It's a Friday show for me. Uh, Alan Dinses is here. Yuri Villanueva is here. DJ Matty. DJ Matty said it's like something don't drive drowsy day or some bullshit. I don't know. Uh, what's up, Yuri? What's up, AJB? Good to see you, pimp. Alan Dinson, I got Hugh Dab. What's up, fam? My sweet, sweet Donna. But Donna, you didn't even say bye last night. You just bolted. And, uh, but shout out Cece. <laughs> she worked the merch table. That's like twice now at an event. Cece has just jumped behind the table and been like, how can I help you? What's going on? I'm like, fucks. I love Cece, man. She, she just, a, she just gets it, man. She gets it. Uh, was it? Reyes. What's up? Uh, Terrence J. How you doing? My friend SVG. That's what I'm talking about right there. Pimpin'. That's what I'm talking about. Whoever didn't go last night missed a fucking great show. It really was. It, it, it really, really was. Ah, who else? Nick Gamboa, what's up, homie? John Dory, what's up? What's up? Not sup, zup. That is important to know about John Dory. Uh, Mark G's in the building. Jared Taylor's here. What's up? Jared, were you a little happier that I was only five minutes late? Or no, it's still late. You don't, you hate me. Okay. Uh, Tony the Handsome is here. Hello. He said, afternoon, lads. Hugh Dab said, wife would have, would, uh, have loved that. I loved what? I don't know what that is, but okay. Uh, what's up, FJ? Good to see you, buddy. Again, thank you so much for um, completing the trifecta. What's up, Flip? Flipperooski in the building. Homo Astros fan is here. CC. My sweet, sweet CC is here, too. Uh, let's see. Thanks, Donna. What is CC? Uh, let's see. I'm doing a Deshaun day, so I'll be lurking. Oh, thank good for you, you CC. You deserve that. Well done, uh, sweetie. Let's see. Uh, Homo Astros fan is here. SVG I got. Joe, what's up, Joe? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, who else am I missing? Shit. Oh, what's up, Jesus? Good to see you, buddy. Joe Hernandez in the building. Cisco is in the building. Who else? Uh, Ivan, thank you for being here, my friend. Uh, much appreciated. Always good to have somebody that doesn't know what you're talking about when it comes to gambling on the show. Uh, one deep, how are you, buddy? Uh, what's up, Barry and the Laminax? That sounds like a that sounds like a like a cover band on Scooby-Doo. Barry and the Laminax. I don't know. Um Terrence is in the building. What's up, buddy? Real Real is here. My Real Real. Uh, P. Randizzle. Oh, hey, friends. My happy place is plate number two at hearts. <laughs> plate number three sent me into a dark place of shame. Oh, you guys got to see this Twitter thread we got going about hearts chicken. By the way, P. Randizzle, if you're ever in the Heights, if you're a hearts fan like me, if you're ever in the Heights, uh, the hearts crispy chicken on Pinemont is either owned or operated or managed by a friend of mine uh, named Naro. And he, he goes by hashtag the chicken man. Or that chicken man. He's also a stand-up comic and a vet. And uh, he's he's a, he's a great dude. So if you're in the area, stop in. See if he's there. And if he is, tell him hello and tell him I said hello. Uh, maybe he'll give you a free biscuit if you drop my name. I don't know. That's probably not true. Uh, who else is here? Dre, what's up, Doc? Good to see you. P. Randezzo, heartthrob. Uh, he is 100% of the time, tweets out the show 69% of the time. Shut up. Shut it up. Nightbot, you raggedy bitch. Uh, Alex Villanueva. Alex, why did you add another X to your name? I'm curious. 
I just need to know. I don't care. I just wonder. Yo, what's up, uh, Potch? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for popping in as well. Uh, Richard Vales. Holy shit. We hadn't had a Richard Vales sighting in a long time. Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for coming back. Uh, I think I'm almost done. Let me get through these pages here. Alan, Richard, Dre, Mark. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, psh, pop. Boop. Yep. Uh, Joel, I got flip. Uh, Mark, bip, yep, 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 yep. All right, cool. Hey, what's up, Brian Pettit? Good to see you, buddy. Jeff Bell's here. All right. Um, oh, Dre said hearts on Pymont goes hard. There you go. There you go. Cece said, do they have fried gizzards? See, I won't eat gizzards. I won't do it. I can't. It sounds gross. I've never had a gizzard, but it just sounds so gross that I wouldn't eat a gizzard. Uh, all right, let's get to your happy place thing. So I asked you earlier, what's your happy place? My happy place used to be pooping. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, used to be, hey, by the way, Christopher Mina! <laughs> just resubscribed for nine months. Let's go. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you, and it was great to see y'all. Christopher Mina was there last night at the show, and I didn't even recognize him. He looks nothing like his picture in person. Like, there are some of you that look like your picture, right? FJ looks like his picture. I saw him in person. I saw him on here. I could see. But, like, Chris Mina didn't even recognize him. No, I mean, looks way better in person. Uh, excuse me. Way better. Uh, one time, I didn't even recognize Eric Resendez. And I promise you, y'all wouldn't either. Uh, but it happens. So, uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see. All right. So, let's do happy places. Mine used to be pooping. Now, it's sitting on the back porch smoking a cigar and drinking a good glass of whiskey or an old-fashioned or something like that. Uh, so, let's scroll through yours. Let's see here. Uh, y'all let know Total Dallas if he shows up. Uh, auto timeout. Total Dallas was there last night at the show. He had a great time. He was really cool. Uh, he took it in stride as well. Hey, thank you, Nick. Nick said, you don't you don't chill. Can't stop, won't stop. I mean, I feel like I got some momentum right now. Now would be the wrong time to ease off the gas pedal. You know what I'm saying? But I also feel like, uh, and I was talking to my team this morning. I was like, you know, okay, let's do some after action report stuff. And one of the things we all agreed upon, too much in a small amount of time. I just, you guys are troopers. Thank you for hanging in there and supporting as much as you could and as often as you could. That was way too much in a five-day period. Way too much. We won't do that again to you, I promise. But thank you for a bad, being a badass community. Uh, Ivan said my happy place is St. James. Not that I needed to say it. Facts. Uh, Tony the Handsome said the champagne room. Nick Gamboa said drinking good craft beers at home with good music. That sounds relaxing, Nick. Really, it does. Uh, Mark G said the bar. Okay, I don't judge. Uh, um, uh, Cisco said my happy place is my Xbox nook or soaking in the tub. I'm not a bath guy, um, but I, I get it. Like, I get it. You know, like, I'm a shower guy. I don't bathe. Uh, I don't take baths. I shower. Okay, I don't shower a lot, but I shower. Jim! <laughs> Thank you for the 69 bits, buddy. Uh, Cece's and I'm pretty sure I'm at my happy place now. She's at a spa. She's at a spa. Look at that fancy Cece getting her uh, body massaged. That sounds, that sounds way different when you say it that way. It really does. It sounds super creepy that way. Uh, all right, here we go. I'm still rolling. Let's see. Terrence, said, Terrence Carr race said I follow both on Twitter. All right, good. Thank you. Um, no more happy places. 
No more happy place. Let's see. Oh, I thought coughing. Better not stay at the spa because of your leg. Uh, Donna said my happy place is spending time with family and friends. Well, that's because you're the sweetest, Donna. Uh, don't badmouth Tito's. Hey, fuck you, Ivan. Cisco said I missed the Oliver phone calls. That was that was fun. That was a fun time. That was a good time. Uh, yeah, let's see. Tito's used to be awesome. I don't believe it's actually made in Austin anymore. Uh, Jared Taylor said I now buy an Amazon Twitch gift card. Go to the web browser to buy bits. Now all the wife sees is Amazon purchases. <laughs> Bro, I got to do that shit with Nora. What I do is when I buy shit on Amazon and it comes in, I don't let her see what's in it. I just say, oh, it's for the business. No, no, it's for who's fancy media. Yeah, it's just something I needed for insert name of business here. It's something I needed for Barry on deck. It's something I needed for Barry is funny. It's something I needed for stream tease. It's something I needed for who's fancy media. It's for a show coming up. It's for this. It's for, yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, FJ is hardcore. He was. He fucking put in work this week. Uh, period. This was another fun fact. Hannah Montana's dad was the greatest 49ers QB ever. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about that, but you're right. You're 100% right. Uh, Hannah Montana's dad was probably the greatest quarterback ever. It's true. It's true. True. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's see. Wait. Uh, but. Good, thanks for time anyone out. <sighs> CC was not skimming on the merch table, Reyes. You shut your whore mouth. Uh, let's see. I think I got everybody's happy place. Oh, uh, DJ Maddie said, my, my happy place is Deshaun Watson's take a load off massage parlor. I just virtually slapped the shit out of you for that. After last night's show, I got to put up with that bullshit joke. God damn. Maddie, Maddie. That was the most Q-warning zoo, bullshit, country, radio, fucking hack joke. All right. I love you, buddy. I'm just fucking with you. Uh, you don't know what you're missing, Barry on deck, with gizzards. What is, what is a fucking gizzard? Yeah, but what is a gizzard? I feel like a gizzard is like, I don't know. I feel like the gizzard would be like part of the, uh, like a part of a chicken's butthole or something. Like, what, is, what the fuck is the gizzard? Uh, here we go. The gizzard is a muscular, thick-walled part of a bird's stomach for grinding food, typically with grit. Bitch, please. I am not eating that. Are you fucking kidding me? Good Lord, that sounds disgusting. You're basically eating what the chicken eats with. What? That is fucking awful. You're eating the stomach of a chicken. And chickens, you know what they eat? Shit. So you're basically eating a shit pocket from a chicken. That's awful. You and Cece and everybody else who likes gizzards needs to stop eating it and go brush your shitty teeth. All right, that's aggressive. <clears throat> this feels like a carryover from last show. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I love like a, what? I love like a total dick. Don't worry. Don't know what that means. Dick Willie said St. James Church. Brian Pettis said my happy place is the golf course. What are you a scratch golfer, Brian? 
Poor Sandy Lyles. He's so fucking old and has five on an early, has a five on nearly every hole. Oh, damn. That sucks. Drake said, Jeff Bell, you sad about Elway leaving the organization. And that's a really good question. And it's going to be interesting, interesting to see, do the Broncos get better or worse with Elway leaving, right? Elway, what they, uh, what's his name in San Fran? Uh, what Lynch is to the Niners is what the Broncos wanted and needed Elway to be. You know what I mean? That that former player that comes in and just does a fantastic job. He's done okay. The Broncos have been respectable for a while. Uh, and But you feel like, you know, like uh, there's the difference between like piecemealing shit together and, and uh, being like a MacGyver. Like Elway might be the MacGyver. But but Lynch is an architect, like you know what I mean. Like he's got plans, and he is it's crisp and clean and 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 succinct, and he's got a, he does it right. What's up, memesters? Good to see you, sweetie. Um, but yeah, Elway's just kind of been a little. Uh, Elway is like my beard, you know, patchy, and you probably don't want to see it. Oh man, burps is ugh. Uh, let's see. In the man cave with a drink in my hand, says Alan. That's his happy place. Margie said, bro, all my other happy places from the last few years are gone. I get that. That's, uh, I understand. Uh, I was dating a girl who said she was a dancer. I thought like ballerina dancer. I was at St. James one night and she popped out from the bottom of the stage like Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Uh, Cisco said, I'm not kissing ass, but one of my happy places is anywhere I can watch BOD. I love you, buddy. Thank you. That's so nice. That's so kind. Pop said, mine is chilling with my dogs watching TV, enjoying a beer or some whiskey bourbon. Now, when you say chilling with my dogs, do you mean like chilling with my dogs? Like, what's up? You my dog. Or like chilling with my dogs. Like that. Like not like DMX dog, but like. Like which, which kind of dog are you talking about? Uh, Jim said, I actually know the host of the Q morning zoo, dude. Every fucking city has a Q morning zoo, Jim. Literally. There was like a Q morning zoo here in Houston. It used to be on like 93 Q. The Q morning zoo. <laughs> um, let's see. Gizzards is what we call Dre at the truck stops. Damn Pookie. That was mean, but he deserves it. He's been on your ass for weeks now. Gizzards and liver are excellent catfish bait. Bro, uh, see? Thank you, Dick Willie. Listen, that tells you all you need to know about a gizzard. If a catfish will eat it, catfish are are like... <sighs> catfish are the disgusting eaters of the fish family. You know what I mean? Like, catfish will eat ass. They'll eat other fish. They'll eat a fuck... Like, catfish eat gizzards and liver. There you go. It's, if a catfish will eat it, a human should not. Period. Okay. Ass include. Hey, yo, what's up, Bash? Good to see you, Pimp. Bash, I'm definitely never eating that. What's up, Bash, man? Thanks for popping in. I appreciate that, homie. Uh, Pookie's Happy Places, Trucker Paradise. Okay. I don't know what that is, but. Uh, Christopher Mina, what's up? Speaking of merch, the shirt was too small. I needed an XL after all. Shit. Um, well, don't wash it. Don't wear it. And uh, I'll see if I can get it swapped out, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think. I have a uh, where do you live, Mina? How far are you? My next show is this Saturday. 
Where the fuck am I? Uh, Shane's Saloon. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I don't know where it is. Google Shane's Saloon. And if you come to the show, we'll swap it out. Just don't, you know, don't wear it or nothing like that. Or wash it. Don't be making it smell like Christopher Mina. You know what I mean? Just bring it in and I'll get you an XL, homie. We'll get it taken care of. No worries. Also, ask Cece. She knows about small ass shirts. She bought a shirt one time and that bitch. Oh, that was so tight. Them fucking shirts. That was a disaster. Uh, gizzards are just as bad as liver. Thank you. Grinding typically with grit. Sounds like hooker. Uh, Dre said chitlins. Nope, won't do that. I won't fucking do that. No, you can keep them chitlins. I tried that one time. My homie talked me into that. Boom. I should have known. When you, you should know don't fuck with chitlins when you smell chitlins being cooked. Oh, fuck no. Uh, Jared Taylor, my happy place is sitting by a fire drinking beers. You're a snow bunny. Amos said, I, uh, it's like liver. Yeah, well, that's fucking gross. Uh, Donna said, they, well, they taste good, especially fried. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Tony the Handsome said, wait till Barry finds out about Tripas. Nope, not doing that. Fried and barbecue sauce, num num. It was my go-to at Tech. Uh, my, my stepmom loves chicken gizzards. Well, she's gross. Why is it every time I show up to the show, you're talking about a butthole? Well, Eric... You're like Beetlejuice. That's why Eric Resendez. And when I say butthole three times, you appear like Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And then he pops up. I go butthole, butthole, butthole. Eric Resendez has entered the chat. That's why. What's up, homie? Good to see you, man. Thanks for popping in. Yeah, Tiger's not doing well. Tiger was a plus 6,600. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, Let's see. They got a ring, so Elway has done. Yeah, they got a ring, so I'd say Elway has done better. Okay, LA won a Super Bowl as a GM. Facts. Hi, Memesters. Good to see you. Uh, we're we're going to get Tiger's score here in a second with Manning 2, Jim on Sports. Yeah. LA got a Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Fuck. But right now. Right now. Right? Uh, let's see. What did what did uh, Flip compare to? Gizzards is to country folk as Menudo is to Mexicans. Oh. Okay. Okay. Well, that's still gross. Do I eat gizzards? No, my parents aren't related. <laughs> well done, P. Randozel. Uh, oysters are fil- oysters are filters or fish shit. And a lot of people eat those. Well, that don't make it right. A lot of people eat ass. Dick Willie, that don't make it right. Hugh Dab said the trolley gummy worm commercials are weird. Cool. Breaded fried gizzards are good. Shut up, Mark. No, I don't even, I don't think I've had tripas, but I'm, I imagine it's fucking disgusting. Eric said seems about right. Don't say Candyman three times. Yeah. Uh, if I say Candyman three times, Dre, Dr. Dre on 290 gets diabetes because he's overweight. What the fuck with you, Dre? Dre's like, hey, now wait a goddamn minute. Dre's not fat. That's the, that's the unfortunate thing about that joke. I should have picked somebody that's actually fat. Uh, uh, boy, I can go through the list. Um, TDP says five times pendejo. Hey, shut up. All right, let's start the show. Let's do some sports headlines. <laughs> Alan said, wow, Barry. Hey, everybody gets their turn on this show, Alan. Dre knows I love him. I, Dre knows I love him, but everybody gets a turn. Besides... 
I'm in roast mode, all right? Last night at the Houston Improv, the roast of Houston sports, fucking fire. We're going to talk about it after the sports headlines. I'll give you a recap of the show. But, uh, man, once you do a show like that, you're just like, yeah, who wants some more? It's fun, man. It was a good time. But uh, Dre knows I love him. I'm just fucking with him. <clears throat> All right, sports headlines. Masters are underway. Tiger is a plus 6,600 to win it all. Should you place that bet? No. Tiger ain't winning the Masters, y'all. In fact, let's get an update. Let's get a score. Hovland is minus seven. Uh, where's the... F- uh, let's see. PGA. Golf. Mm, excuse me. How come I, I, so I need ESPN plus to get the updates. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. I need an updated uh, score tracker. Where's the uh, scores? Ah, here we go. Oh, auto update. You got to have ESPN plus to get the auto update. Got it. Well, screw you ESPN. I'm not falling for your she nanny gans. All right, here we go. All right. Um, Victor Hovland is, is he done for the day? Yeah, he's at a, he's at a, he shot a 65, minus seven. Uh, John Rom, Ram, Ram, Rom, I don't fucking know. Whatever. Is it Ram or Rom? I always forget. I always, I always fuck these names up. Y'all know I'm bad with names. What's up, Bronco67? You tried to post a link, didn't you? Yeah, you can't post a link if you're not a VIP. So, got to get you a VIP, pimp. All I see is three stars. This is what it looks like if y'all try to post links right there. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, Dre's neck is fatter than his belly. Wow. That was not nice. And don't, this is not, this is not a roast. We're not turning this into a roast. It's Ram, okay. Ramrod, shut up, Dick Willie. All right, here we go. So, uh, boop, 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 let's see. Uh, Adam Scott's minus four. Kepka is minus four through 13. Where's the, damn, where'd my, there uh, we go. Like, where'd my browser go? Tiger's like, I saw like, what? Somebody said 54th in the chat. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. It's so funny. That's the, there's only a few guys. If you see this little red thing here, there's only a few golfers that have a video, I guess, that they've run. Justin Thomas. Uh, John uh, Ram, uh, Rom, excuse me. See, I, it's a mental block. Uh, Victor Hovland. So, and then you look all the way down. None of these other cats are like, yeah, we don't care about y'all. Sorry, Cameron Champ. Champ. <laughs> you hadn't won anything. Give up your last name, Champ. More like Cameron Chump. All right. Uh, but Tiger was uh, tied for 55th. He's, he's plus two. Shot a 74 today. Barry, do you need a password to ESPN Plus? Oh, Brian, I appreciate that, man. Um, I used to have like this. This is amazing. The deckheads, like three or four people, had given me their ESPN Plus password, and um, I, I'm, I'm okay. I don't. I mean, this is good enough, and I won't use it otherwise. But I appreciate you, homie. That's so nice of you. Thank you, buddy. Super kind. You guys are amazingly kind people, really. Because I won't even give my mom my Fubo password. She wants it, and the deckheads tried to guilted me into giving it to her. Ain't happening. Get a job, Jenny. I can't. I spent all my time helping you. Doesn't matter. <coughs> Tracy, that's the last time I take your ass to the Astros game, truck driver Pookie. Ooh, you done fucked up now, some bitch. 
Larry Mize is plus 250,000. Damn. I didn't even know he was still alive. Him and Jose Mario Lafowl. I know they were both passed away. Sandy Lau, rest in peace. God bless. That's terrible. Terrible. Uh, Dre said, nah, you were out of line. It's disrespectful. Dan Barry uh, was hyping me up. It's not my fault. <laughs> Got him. Uh, all right, so there you go. There's your uh, Masters update. It's underway. I don't even know who the best odds were. I don't. I, and I, I, I don't hate golf. I just, eh. will I watch it? I might watch it on Sunday. I don't know. As of Monday, as of Monday, Major League Baseball game times are down 25 minutes from last year. So it's working. In fact, the Twins and Marlins just played a actual Major League Baseball game in less than two hours. What was the exact time? Uh, it was like an hour 55 or an hour 45 or some crazy shit like that. Uh, I saw this in an email that I get from The Athletic. Oh, where did it go? Uh, let's see. Nope. Morning Brew. That's not it. <sighs> Tiger's Tea Time. Don't give a fuck. Next door, don't care. Uh, boy, that's a lot. That's a busy inbox. Uh, let's see. Was it this link? Something there was somewhere. Hello, friends. That's the Masters. Oh, minute. Uh, one hour and fifty-seven minutes. Excuse me. See, so yeah, Dre got it. One hour and fifty-seven minutes. Uh, Twins and Marlins played last night. A baseball game in less than two hours is ridiculous. Alcantara shut it down. Yeah. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah, that's that's bananas. Rory and uh, Scotty Scheffler were the favorites at plus 700. Okay. Okay. Some commercial breaks take longer than some innings now. Isn't that wild? I know like Fromber the other night had a six-pitch inning. And like there are some guys you know who i would be interested to see how that well they would do in the pitch clock era is a guy like uh will smith former uh bullpen slash closer guy for the astros because will smith not like getting jiggy with it keep my wife not that will smith but will smith would be on the mound he'd have his glove and he'd be fucking Massaging the ball, and he'd be just—he'd just be looking in the stands. It's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Throw the ball! Throw the ball, Will! Damn it! This is driving me fucking crazy. <sighs> Love to see how he do now. He'd be like, strike one. What? That's insane. How dare you? Strike two! What the fuck? Or ball two, or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, man, go Clippers, screw the Lakers. Yes, Dig. Isn't he the closer for the Rangers now? Yeah, that's a good question. I thought I heard that, but then when I like went and looked, I thought it was a different Will Smith, though I might be wrong. But I like, oh, I was like, oh, oh, Astros Will Smith. And then I just, I feel like I clicked on the picture of who it was, and it wasn't that Will Smith. But also, I'm pretty stupid. So, I could be off. 
Yeah, here we go. See, 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 see. There you go. Not the same Will Smith. Uh, this Will Smith. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, is it? If it is, it don't look that. No, it's not the same. Because how long did Will Smith? Yeah, 2022. Uh, yeah, not that Will Smith. Let's see. Let me see if I can find the dude. Will Smith. We'll go to a uh, baseball reference. Damn, there's so many Will Smiths. Go figure. Will Smith? Will Smith? Not that fucking Will Smith either. God. Am I thinking of the wrong Will Smith? I don't, I don't know how this works. Let's see. Nope. Is this the one? No. No. Can't be. Can't be. No. Am I? What is happening to my head right now? I don't know. It is him. Is that him? Really? Because Will Smith was here for longer than one year, I thought. What, what is happening? I'm super confused right now. Um, I don't know. I got to go look it up. I really thought, I really thought uh, that it was a, that Will Smith was here for longer. I don't know what's happening to my head. Something, something's going wrong here. <clears throat> something, something bad is happening in my brain. I have no idea. I'm melting down apparently. Um, what the fuck is going on to my phone? Hold on real quick, guys. Uh, uh, there we go. Okay. I need to get this. Um, boom. Boom, boom. And that is seven. Sorry, y'all. Just give me one second. Please, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Or as uh, uh, Theo, what's his name? Theo M.E. Taylor would say, ladies and gentlefish, please wait a minute. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Um, TikTok is melting brains. Shut up. He was with the Astros at least two seasons. That's what I thought. <clears throat> he was in that. He went to Atlanta in 2022. No, but he was here for a while. I thought, yes, they were talking about him on the Sunday game. I swear to you, it was another Will Smith. I really, really think, so. you know what? Let's just move on. I'm, but I'm telling you. I'm going to be I'm going to be obsessed about this now, but it's okay. We can move on. Uh, so, yeah, uh, games are speeding up quickly. It's crazy. Uh, the Dolphins Tyreek Hill says he will retire after his contract ends. You believe that? You believe that? You believe that? Do you believe that? I don't believe that. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Uh, I'm going for ten seasons, man. He'll be 31 years old when his contract runs out in 2025. That's his quote that he told. Uh, Sports Radio 810 in Kansas City, Missouri. I'm going to finish out this contract with the Dolphins, and then I'm going to call it quits. I want to go into the business side. I want to do so many things in my life, bro. Good for you. I'm thinking of another Smith. I'm not thinking of Joe Smith. I'm not Dick Willie. Will Harris! Hugh Dab got it. Hugh Dab got it. That's it. That's it. 
That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. You dab. You dab gets me. Y'all know I'm terrible with names. Will Harris is who I'm fucking thinking of. Will Harris. God, I don't know why I was hung up on Will Smith, but Will Harris used to take, like, I wish that they used to track how long it took guys from pitch to pitch. Because Will Harris would take a like, if Will Harris was in the game on a Tuesday, it'd take him till the following Thursday to pitch. One, one, to throw one pitch. It was ridiculous. Yeah, Will Harris. My mind was fucked on that. Yeah, I fucked that up bad. All right, good. Good job, Hugh Dab. Well done, buddy. Well done. All Astros named Smith. No, it was, it was, uh, it was Will Harris. And I was not thinking of Joe Smith. No, fuck that dude. No, I was thinking of, of Will Harris. He takes forever. All right, ah, uh, so Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. I don't think he retires. How much has Tyreek Hill made? <clears throat> Let's see. Let's go to spot track. Tyreek Hill. Uh, career earnings. Tyreek Hill has made... Uh, What is yo? I need to get a new router. <clears throat> my my router is fucked. Like, thank God I do this show plugged in, because my Wi-Fi drops about eight times a day, constantly. And now, like this spot track thing isn't working. Like, what? What's happening here? Am I even online right now? I have no idea. Am I offline? I have no idea. Uh, yes, yeah, it's totally not working. This is just, this is fucking stupid. None of the tabs in this. Look at this bullshit. I'm on Tyreek Hill's page, right? Look, click, 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 click. Nothing. Nothing. It still says it's loading. I don't get it. Nonetheless, uh, it looks like. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it doesn't have. Does it have career earnings? No. Mm. <laughs> Give me the fucking tab. Let's try this. Open Lincoln News. Oh my god. Doesn't matter. I think he sticks around. I think he'll probably sign one more deal. That money is too addicting. And I don't think it. Call me crazy. And maybe I'm a naysayer, as Jenny's mom would say. Maybe I'm a hater, as the kids would say. Maybe I'm a fuddy-duddy, also what Jenny's mom... Jenny's mom has the most old lady white sayings of any old white lady I've ever met. And some of them, she would just get them from commercials. This is a true story. Like, my mom would be... You know, she would have just, like, southern stings. Like, she'd be like, dead is a doornail. I'm like, that's the... What does that even mean? What does that even mean? Why are you saying that? And then she'd be like, oh, you're just a fuddy-duddy. What? A what? What did you say, white lady? What? And then she would just randomly say shit to you from a commercial. You'd be like, are you serious? I can't go to the, to the, to the club with, with my friends tonight? You got it, Toyota. What the fuck? What? What? No, she wouldn't yell, where's the beef? But I'm surprised she didn't. 
That wouldn't have shocked me had she done that. Jared Taylor, I can't even get that in my area. What is Jared getting? Uh, we just got T-Mobile home internet, and it's been badass. A little box you plug in, and you get 300 gigs download. Damn. What do I get right now? What are we getting on Spot Track? Um, Spot Track. Speedtest.net. I usually get about 350 up and down. Uh, excuse me. Um, but it's be, I think I have AT&T Fiber. It's pretty good. AT&T Fiber is pretty good. Yeah, we're doing about 350, 360 right now. Yeah, 361. That's pretty good. It's not bad. Ma, the meatloaf. Nice. Uh, oh, shit. Here they come. Because you live in the sticks where people eat gizzards and say winder. That's true. That's true. Alex said it's cloudy outside. Could be a short stream. Facts. Uh, Bash World said I want Tyreek Hill on the Jets. Could you imagine, Bash? Could you imagine Aaron Rodgers, Tyreek Hill? They're probably because the Jets just signed Rodgers' old backup. Um, but and then uh, there was talk of Devontae Adams. I mean, like they've already got some weapons. They got the rookie of the year on both sides of the ball. Goodness gracious, that would be crazy, Bash. Ridiculous. Hey, what's up, Barry Q Girl? Thank you for being here, sweetie. Thank you for showing up. <clears throat> Uh, we put the yeah back in your motor and transmission. You know what I was always amazed by as a kid? I always thought this is so stupid. Okay, this is the this is one of those things as a kid you just I don't know. Like I thought, um, I always thought dumb shit. And you guys probably have your own stuff that when you get older you're like, oh, that's stupid. I can't believe I thought that was the thing. Oh, what? What? Like, I used to think that um, Pluto was also not just a planet, but on Pluto lived Pluto the dog from Mickey Mouse. Wasn't, isn't Pluto the dog? Uh, Disney. Wasn't Pluto the dog? Yeah, 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 Pluto. Pluto. Which, by the way, just looks like a Wish version of Scooby-Doo. Just a knockoff Scooby-Doo. But I thought Pluto lived on Pluto. Yeah. I thought that every commercial that came on TV was just local. That's it. Like, even kind of as an adult, like, I, when I found out that Jim Adler was running commercials in other cities in Texas, I felt cheated. I felt like I'd been lied to. Like, I thought Jim Adler was a hometown boy. I thought, let me just say Texas Hammer. I wonder, and I think he's in other uh, states, too. Like, and it just doesn't sound right to be like, I'm the Missouri Hammer. Like, what? No. I'm the Rhode Island Hammer. Doesn't sound the same. Just, it doesn't. But I used to think that, like, uh, but I'm pretty sure, like, Thunderbolt transmissions were fucking everywhere. But I just thought it was a Houston thing. That's how dumb I was. Uh, the Jet on Twitch said, ah, this show has rules to join it too. Um, no, it's just to prevent the bullshit. Like, you just have to have been... Um, are you talking about to join the chat or to join... And by the way, thanks for being here. First time chatter, the Jet on Twitch. What rules? I don't even know. Um, it was really just done because of occasion. Oh, chat. I mean, it's not rules. It's just like, 
Yeah, don't be a dick. It's not joining. That's just. It's just. It's just so. Here's the deal. I learned this when I was uh, setting up the channel. They were like, "Yeah, you got to do that. That way, if you ban somebody or you kick somebody out or you do whatever, they can't be like, well, you didn't say I couldn't say the N word. Oh, sorry. I didn't know I need to fucking make a list. That's all. That way, if, you know, if you do something you, you shouldn't or you're being a dick and you get banned or kicked out, you can't be like, well, you didn't say. Yeah, is in the rules. So it's not really like, uh, you know, you have to. You, you just, you got to read them. That's all. Which you didn't. I bet if I asked right now everyone to recite the chat rules, none of these morons would be able to do it. Not a one of them. And and including you, Jet, you just read the goddamn things. And I bet you'd be like, I don't know. Uh, the Jet on Twitch said, okay, I'm just giving you shit because people hammer on the killer bees. I mean, that's a normal thing. Any chat I go to has a list of rules of what you can and can't do in their chat. 90%. Look, and don't, yeah, don't shit on the killer bees. Joel and Jeremy are my, my dudes. In fact, Joel uh, Joel be on here at 4.15 today talking to NBA. <laughs> Jared said there's chat rules. Um, yeah, most places I go do that. It's not, it's not their fault that ESPN was derelict when they set up their, their Twitch channel. And we're just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, it was just basically the reason it exists is because uh, Don Collins and Josh Ennis pressured them into making a Twitch channel. They didn't know. They didn't know. And now they're like, oh, fuck. We got to get rid of some of these trolls and some of this bullshit. And if I'm being honest, uh, Jet and everybody else, I, I don't know the chat rules either. Like, I, I'd, I'd have to go fucking look them up. I think I copy and pasted a bunch of shit. And then, like, I just made up a bunch of shit. And I should. I should go in and change the chat rules. I should go in and change the chat rules so that it's like um, you're not allowed to type left hand with your left hand. You can only you can only type with your foot or your belly button, and uh, make sure that um, when you type, you capitalize every other word. Like that's I should just make the rules so fucking complicated that everybody's like, nah. I'll just watch. This is just too much, as Jin would say. Rest in peace to Jin. I mean, she didn't die. She just had. She's been busy. Ah, Terrence said, I didn't read them at all. Well, and now you're banned. Um, Clarence said, be safe, be kind, and go fuck yourself. Nope, that's not it. <laughs> that used to be, yeah, that used to be the break. It used to be the break bounce. All right, we'll be back right after this. Stick around or go fuck yourself. Jim Sports said, people with Audis are freaks. <clears throat> Mine's like a mix. Right, like my, mine's like an in and an out. You know what I'm saying? But it's so I got so fat that it's just a now it's an any. Like it, fat people have innies no matter what. If you're fat and have an Audi, that's a penis. <sighs> uh, let's see. The jet on Twitch said, "Hey, Dick, Clarence, Mac, Dabby, Dre, Alex, Donna. Who'd I miss? Familiar peeps here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of deckheads that are also." Um, what is it? Are they the beehive? Yeah. Killer bees? The beehive? What is it? I don't know what it is. And uh, and uh, they used to be usual suspects fans. They were suspects. So. And there's some people here that are just suspect. Uh, let's see. Boo, boo, boo. Rule number one. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Facts. That will get you banned. I need to add that to the rules. Um, Trace said I'm dead. 
About what? Why are, why are you dead, Dre? What did I, what did I do? Uh, beehive beasters. Oh my God. That sounds, that has Joel written all over it. The beasters. Yeah. It's a hundred percent, uh, Joel thing. Uh, cause Jeremy would be like, we should call ourselves listeners. We should call them the listeners. <laughs> Joe will at least come up with something. It might not be the most, the bestestest thing in the whole wide world, but it'll be better than Jeremy because Jeremy will be like, you know what we should call them? Twitchers. Like, get a fucking to know. Yeah, Mimi said don't use all caps. The killer BBBs, bands, blocks, and bitching. Okay. Reyes says it's starting to pour over here. Okay. Well, it's starting to pour over here too, P-O-O-R. <clears throat> the living room. Nick. <laughs> the living room. Fucking Nick. Yes. Oh my god, the living room. Oh, what a blast from the past. All right, let's get back on track. We still got more shit to talk about. Let's go. There's a lot of people in here in this chat um that don't even get that fucking reference uh because, yeah, they weren't. Uh, they don't live in Houston. All right, here's our last thing. We did Tyreek Hill and got off track on that. NBA have denied the Mavericks protest. Remember last week or the week before we were talking about how Mark Cuban and the Mavs were protesting and they lost by a bucket, and um, it was because of an inbound, an inbounds play that they got confused about. They blamed the officials for confusing them, and they were like, "Well, but he pointed that way, but he pointed." way and then they said yes and then they announced it but then they didn't come and tell us but then they told us and then they did it again and that got denied i don't i don't know what the the specifics were that the nba let me see if i can find the quote here uh dallas protested the 127 to 125 loss because their claim that the officials didn't properly administer an out-of-bounds call quote this is a league statement quote but the incident occurred with nearly 14 minutes remaining in the game and D- Dallas thereafter took the lead twice in the final four minutes. Under these circumstances, Dallas was not able to show, as required under the standard for NBA game protest, that it was deprived of a fair opportunity to win the game, and the protest failed on that basis alone. Suck it, Cuban! Is what they basically said. Yeah, that's what they said. Thank you, Jet. Jet said this slaps better than the wheelhouse. Is that what's on right now? Is that what's on the wheelhouse? Let's go. Let's go look at their Twitch. Let's go see who's <sighs> Twitch. God damn it, I can't spell. Not TV forward slash ESPN nine seven five. Is that who's on right now? Is it when does Paul Galan come on? I, I should know because I had him on my show last night on the roast of Houston sports. Oh, yeah, it is the wheelhouse. And commercial. Go fuck yourself. Definitely not sitting through a commercial. Definitely not. And Jared Taylor, thank you for the sub, buddy. I almost forgot to say thank you, but thank you for gifting a sub to the Jet on Twitch. Let's go. Appreciate you, fam. Uh, yeah, so we and look, we had last week uh, when all that went down, we had Joel Blank on the show, which, by the way, don't forget, Joel Blank going to join me in about an hour here. 
uh, on the show to talk all things NBA since Jeremy doesn't let him. This little dig right there. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk uh, NBA. And, and back then, we, we discussed nobody wins protests in the NBA. And what I didn't realize, because I didn't watch the game, because <laughs> fuck the Mavs. I don't give a shit. Um, but they had the lead twice within that 14 minute. What, bro? What are you protesting? If you, if you, if it was always a two point deficit and you never got the lead again, but even according to the NBA, nah, no thanks. So there you go. That ladies and gentlemen, all that right there. You see on your screeny screen, bigger, small, short or tall. Thank you, Joey. Joey said BOD greater than the wheelhouse. Man, when I did that, my goddamn neck shook. You saw that? Jesus. That was terrible. Uh, Verified King! Thank you for the 69. I like it. Thank you for the 69 bits, buddy. Uh, he said, this is on behalf of the jet. Oh, I like this. Now y'all are giving bits on behalf of other people? I dig that. This is on behalf of everybody representing the two on three. Uh, gone with the wind. Willie just throws out random shit. I love it. Gone with the wind will now come with a lengthy essay condemning the book for its racism. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, Trey said rule number two. Don't correct my spelling. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? But that's really more like, um, that's really more on social media. I think I think I need to make that point clear. This was a this was a thing that I implemented several years ago in the Usual Suspects. Um, if I, look, I'm a grown ass man, okay, I'm 48, I was like 46, 45 at the time when I made up the rule. But yeah, I don't need you correcting my spelling on Twitter. Yeah, I know I'm a terrible speller. I get it. I don't give a fuck. I don't need you to correct it. You know what the fuck I meant. And if you didn't ask me, but I don't need you to be like, it's T H E Y R. Block your bitch ass. I don't care. I don't care. Okay? We're all we're all adults. I ain't trying to fucking win a spelling bee. I ain't trying to fucking get a, a, a an A on my homework. Bitch, I'm sending a tweet and I type fast and I have fat fingers and arms and legs and fat gut, neck, all that. But I'm just saying, like I'm a fast typer and homophones are my weakness. That was not a hate crime, by the way. Google it. Homophones is different than what you think. All right. I haven't said, what did I miss? Oh, bitch, you should have been here. Have you ever had one of these, by the way? Anybody shop at H-E-B? These hoes are delicious. Oh, my God. If you can't get to... Uh, if you can't get to Sonic every day and you love cherry limeades like I do, I'm telling you, I'm not saying I'm addicted. What the fuck? Just went everywhere. I mean... They are a little fizzy. It just fucking went everywhere. I thought I had a paper towels in here. I'll just use my sock.
<clears throat> oh, that's weird. Okay, well, at least now my foot will smell like a cherry limeade. Uh, so, um, these are, these are fucking, these are so good. So good. If you like cherry limeades. Okay. No, it's not an ad. Thank you, Verified King. I, uh, what is this? <laughs> Bash of that joint look very good. Oh, they're delicious. And then what you do is once you drink a little, you call your friend Tito. <laughs> oh, that oh, oh, daddy like it. Oh shit. But you can't really like you can't shake it up. You can't shake it up. Nah. Cause then when you open it, it just bukaki all in your face. Flips it attaboy. <laughs> Barry, I am 10 minutes away from your area if you need an in-studio guest. I would rather shut this fucking show down, Alex. I would rather... I would rather... I would rather invite the 17 random people from this chat to come over and punch me in the balls, Alex. I love you, though, buddy. Seriously, I just, I'd just be like, well, oh, Alex is here. No, do it. I just shut this bitch down. I think I live in Barry's area, but I'm not sure. Well, if you're in the Houston area, you're in the area. So congrats. We're, yeah, it's in the area. Uh, P. Ray Dizzle said kind of quick with that sock. What are you saying? I pulled that out of my pants. Who, who the fuck am I trying to impress? This is a show from my big fat titties up. You think I put a sock in my pants for Nora? Like she's not going to see me fucking pull my pants down? Oh, really? I thought you were working with a hog after 28 years. No, it's been a sock this whole time. Uh, <laughs> bash, what's up, man? I think, uh, let's see. What does this say? I'm on the way. Hey, fuck you, uh, truck driver. You're not punching me in the balls, Pookie. Um, <laughs> flips it. You should take a shot instead. No. Uh, what are those things again? Oh, Mimi. I'm telling you, they're called the Cascade Ice. Yeah. Zero calories. No. So ingredients, carbonated water, citric acid, potassium, benzoate. I'm a scientist. Uh, potassium citrate, sucralose, natural flavor, red number 40, uh, the tears of cowboy fans, and um, uh, menstrual juice from uh, chickens. It's better than gizzards. It's still kind of wet, though. All right. Dre said it can take 10 minutes to leave the neighborhood now. Yeah, nothing is 10 minutes away. That's a fact. Everything is 30 minutes in Houston. All right, can we get back to... Oh, no. I was going to say, can we get back to some sports? <laughs> Jensen, I should have known that I'd arrive in the middle of some foolishness. What? That's uh, definitely disrespectful, Jen. This is a serious show, okay? 
I don't know what uh, you, but people told you. It's a 100% serious show. And what I want to do in a minute, in a minute, so we talked a little bit of Masters. Um, <clears throat> we can get into uh, the Astros. I tweeted it out. Uh, bottom line, if you're one of the people who are already asking what's wrong with the Astros, um, I hope you wake up in the morning to four flat tires. Like I do. It's the stupidest shit. Like this is a it is a hundred and sixty two game season. No baseball fan in the world should be panicking about their team. I don't give a shit if they're zero and six right now. It's dumb. You got one hundred and fifty six games left. Shut up, man. You know what? Hit me back. Not even in April. Not even in May. Not even in June. Not July. Let me know in August. If your team is still struggling now, am I saying that the Astros are going to win it all and you're going to get your free mattress? I'm not, I'm not suggesting that, but what I'm saying is the team is two and six. The pitching hasn't been great, but pitching is going to take some time to adjust. Fromber is one of those methodical pitchers. Okay. He's going to take some time. Everybody's going to take some time and they have no Jose Altuve and they have no Michael Brantley. Just fucking chill. It's Okay. And as Catfish said, yeah, this team starts slow every year. It's it's maddening to me. I just want to slap the shit virtually, just like an e-slap of every person on Twitter that's like, what's wrong with the Astros? They've got stupid fucking fans. That's what's wrong. Shut up. And spoiler alert, the Astros aren't going to go 162-0. and And spoiler alert, they're not going to win the World Series every single fucking year. So you know what? When they don't this year... It's still okay. They're a good team. Uh, oh, so uh, wait, Chris from Sam Houston says he lives on Rayford at 99. Yeah, that's 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 eerily close. That is like eerily close. I'm only here to see if Dick Willie gets banned when Joel joins. No, nope, I have told Joel this. I have told Dick Willie this, and I will tell the rest of you guys in the chat. All right. This show is all about good vibes, positive vibes. This chat is about having fun. I'm about having fun. I want sports talk, and I want this show to be a good time. I don't want no bickering and no bullshit in the chat. All right? And if you can do that, you're good with me. I don't give a fuck what your reputation is on ESPN 97.5's chat or any other show's chat. This is my show. This is my chat. And as long as you're cool to me and everybody else in the chat, we're good. So, ain't nobody going to get banned. Don't be a dick. Did you read the rules? Um, Alex missed the roast last night but got served. Uh, last night, let's talk about that. Last night here in Houston, for those of you that don't live here. Um, last night... We had the roast of Houston sports. It was a show that I had been contemplating doing for years. I've been doing stand-up comedy now a decade. And um, <clears throat> I've been trying to blend, you know, I've been doing stand-up comedy a decade. Uh, I've been doing sports talk uh, now for a decade. I was, um, uh, I was on ESPN for seven years before this, ESPN Radio. So uh, it's always been like my thing. That's, I mean, that was my thing on, on the radio is I tried to make sports funny. Some of people liked me. Some people hated me. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. It's fine. It's fine. 
excuse me. Uh, so I've been trying to take, cause I mean, I can already talk sports and we can make it fun and I could do that on the radio. I could do that on the show, whatever. What, where it hasn't translated is in reverse doing comedy. I mean, doing sports on the comedy stage. And so I came up with the idea, uh, once we were doing sports riot and we did a show at the improv called sports riot live live. And it was kind of like that. But then, um, I had the idea of doing a roast of Houston sports because in a roast, usually you're roasting a person, right? We've had the roast of bum Phillips in this city. We've had the roast of Ray Childress. I think, I don't know. There's a, they got this big thing about roasting old Oilers. I don't know what the fuck it is. There's been a lot of roast. Like they roasted John McClane, for example. Uh, but, um, the, uh, the concept was, well, let's just get together a bunch of funny comics, friends of mine, and let's just make fun of Houston sports, but not just limited to Houston sports. Let's make fun of other teams. Let's make fun of each other. Let's make fun of the crowd. All that, all that. So, um, we did it. We got, I got myself, uh, Kanis Nana, uh, Hilarious comic. You may have, some of you may have seen him on TikTok. He does a, a series called Black Pop Quiz. And uh, are you black? Are you sure? Pop quiz. You know what time it is. That's Kanice. Um, He also had, or uh, I also had, uh, 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 why am I blanking right now? This is ridiculous. Nathaniel Amador, who is a three-time uh, roast champion here in Houston, Texas. And he crushed it. I mean, he was the star of the show last night. By far. Um, that shit was, I mean, Nathaniel just murdered last night. And then I had Jesse Payton, who's a buddy of mine, big sports fan. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it was the four of us. And then, um, what we did is we did an hour of comedy, hour of stand up, and I brought in a special guest comedian to join the uh, four of us and do a set. So, uh, I brought in a guy named T Sean Shannon, who has done this show before, uh, but he is a, um, he spent nine years writing for Saturday Night Live, SNL. Uh, he's won Emmys writing for SNL. He wrote for In Living Color. He wrote for uh, The Tonight Show. Uh, he's just written for a ton of shit. If you look up Tishon Shannon on his IMDb, it is ridiculous. So I asked him, he's a local guy, loves sports, huge Astros fan, huge baseball fan. And I was like, would you do the show? You don't have to be on the roast panel. I just want you to do the show. And he agreed. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't think he'd do it. So I was so pumped. And, oh, my God, he did. Uh, it was just amazing. So that was the first hour. It was me, uh, uh, Kenise, Nathaniel, Jesse, and Tishon Shannon. And then the last 30 minutes of the show was the roast. And you can't really. It's different. Like, when you roast, you're roasting a person. But um, in this case, there was no person to roast. So we just roasted each other. We roasted Houston sports. We roasted other teams, the Cowboys and Chile. It was so much fun. And for the roast portion of the show, I brought in a special guest. Uh, after, I mean, I tried to get Lance Zerline, but this is literally the worst time of the year for him because it's draft season. So uh, and talking to my buddy John Wesley, he was like, man, you know who I think would kill it is Paul Gallant. I was like, are you sure? Because Paul would rather read horoscopes from Cosmopolitan. Okay, I'm still in roast mode. I love Paul, by the way. Um, but yeah, they were like, he was like, dude, I guarantee you Paul will kill it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take the chance. So I messaged Paul. I was like, yo, you want to do this? He was like, uh, 
Yeah, I've always wanted to do stand-up. I was like, well, this is a roast. It's a little bit different. You're not just telling jokes. I mean, you're making jokes and you're writing jokes, but you're gonna, you got to be making fun of us as well. He was like, okay, I'm in. I'll do it. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's cool. So we had Tishon Shannon in the first part of the show. We had uh, Paul Gallant on the roast and the roast panel. And you guys, I'm telling you right now, if you live in the city of Houston, and you didn't come to the Roast of Houston Sports last night, which most of you in this chat did. How many people are here right now? 68 of you. I, I, there was probably like 11 of you that watched the show or in the chat that were at the show last night. And the rest of you missed one of, if not the best comedy shows I've ever been a part of. It was so fucking funny. And I got to say, Paul Gallant absolutely killed it. And I even gave him... Jokes. I even because because that's I don't know if you guys know this little inside baseball about comedy <laughs> breaking the fourth wall. Let me share some secrets with you. When you watch a roast, uh, Christopher Mina said my mom was a trooper. Yeah, my stupid ass mom had this dumb idea like I want to sit up front and literally everybody on stage had to comment at least once that they banged or were having sex with my mom. Like at least once, and that's fine. That was. That was, uh, it was fun. That was hilarious. Um, but, uh, the jet on Twitch said, is it on a podcast? Here's the thing about that jet. Um, we'll get to, we'll get to the rest in a second. Oh, what happened to my, there we go. Here's the thing. Somebody else asked me that. Who was that that asked me on Twitter? I don't know. Somebody asked me on Twitter. They were like, Hey, I couldn't make it last night. A lot of people do that. A lot of people do that. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. And then they'll show. Um, which is, you know, it's par for the course when you do this type of shit. But what ends up happening is when you do that, you miss out sometimes. And um, I recorded the whole show. I literally have it from start to finish. And in every, I've already had like five people ask me, are you going to post it? <laughs> no. No. No, I'm not. And the reason I'm not is because if I post the whole show online for everybody to watch, Nobody's going to come next time because they'll just be like, ah, he'll just post it online. It's fine. It's fine. We'll just, we'll just watch it when he posts it again. Now, am I going to post a couple clips here and there? Yeah, I might grab a couple clips. Now, what I might do is post it on the Patreon. Um, I thought of that late last night as I was laying on the couch eating cheese nips uh just decompressing so i might i got it but here's the thing don't get don't get all overhyped everybody that's a member of the patreon to support the show <clears throat> but what i might do is post it on patreon if i get the consent of everybody that was on the show uh because that's it's it was you know i mean it was my show i put it together i did it but you gotta get consent i don't i, I can't just post everybody's shit so um, once those guys are in, then, uh, I might put it on, on the Patreon, <clears throat> put a one in the chat. If you wanted to post it on the Patreon, don't do that. I swear to God, I'll start blocking everybody. <laughs> What's up? Uh, 8,813 bot. Good to see you. Triple out said, yeah, do that. Yeah, I might do that. Uh, I'll pay five. I'll pay money for a stream of it. I found out about it on Tuesday. I think I needs a, I need a heads up cause I'm a planner. Okay. Well, I've only been talking about the motherfucker on this show for two weeks at least. 
What's up, Justin? Post it on Patreon. It's a bit difficult to get to Houston Improv from Denver, Colorado. Okay, I get that. Barry is now the MLB network of comedy. Local blackouts. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, but here's the thing, man. Look, if I were to just post these all the time, you guys would literally never show up because you'd be like, ah. And then the shows would suck because one big part of it is the crowd. I mean, you guys there, we feed off your energy. And I'm telling you, man, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bragging. I'm not uh, 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 blowing smoke up your ass. Last night was electric. Last night was lightning in a bottle. Last night was special. We, we sold like 119 tickets. I don't even think 100 people came to the show. But if you were there, it felt like the place was packed. It felt like the, the, the Houston Improv holds 450 people. There might have been maybe 75 people that actually showed up. Maybe. And it felt like, and I've been at the Improv. Fuck, I was there Sunday with Rob Schneider. Sold out shows. It felt like that. I'm telling you. It was just unbelievable how great everybody did. They absolutely killed it. Paul Gallant, this is, look, I wrote, I wrote, I even sent Paul some jokes because <clears throat> I told him we were going to be roasting each other and he doesn't know a lot about the other comics and they don't know a lot about him. And so I tried to give him a head start and, um, and I got to say, I sent him two jokes just to be like, Hey, you know, just in case, um, you know, I'll, I'll send you some stuff. And he was like, okay, thanks. But didn't use it. Didn't need it. He probably did. I don't know. Seven minutes which is a lot of time to do on stage if you've never done this. I mean, I usually do a 45 to fit to, a, to an hour of jokes. Seven minutes is a lot. <clears throat> That's a lot of jokes to write, especially roast style, where it's, um, uh, 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 you know, 30-second jokes. Boy, that take, that's a lot of writing. Um, but he crushed it. Uh, one of the jokes that I sent him was, Bear used to be on... Uh, the radio, uh, Barry used to be on the radio on my station, ESPN 97.5, but now he does sports on Twitch, which is fitting because that's what most of his sports takes make you do. Uh, Barry says he went to, he wants to blend sports and comedy. And I think he's doing a good job of it because his career is a joke. I sent him both of those. I was like, bro, use these. I don't give a fuck. This is a roast. All I want is a funny show. All I want all I want is a funny show. You, I don't give a fuck who you make fun of, you, me, or what you say. I just want a funny show. Didn't use it, and he didn't need it. He murdered last night. So props to Paul Gallant. All the other comics I expected to do good, and they did. But Paul Gallant killed it. So next time you, you're listening to Paul Gallant or you're on his Twitch channel or whatever, give him props. He killed it. And that ain't easy to do, <clears throat> especially not getting any jokes. Because like I was telling you, inside baseball and how comedy works, uh, especially on roasts, a lot of times, like I, a buddy of mine is a comic, Sun Tran. He's been on the show, used to write for my TV show. <clears throat> we wrote, we did a roast battle once, and we basically just helped each other punch up jokes. Like he would write something and send it to me about me, and I'd be like, Nah, 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 say this, and he ah, and I'd be like, Well, what do you know? What what can I make fun of? He like, Oh, my grandma has cancer. I'm like, Perfect. I'm just kidding. And uh, but yeah, we would just back and forth, and that's that's what we would do. And a lot of times on a roast show, like if you're watching a Comedy Central roast of <clears throat> or you're watching a roast battle, the way those work. Excuse my voice is shot six days in a row of, of events and 
appearances and shit has me. I'm, boy, I'm just counting down to five o'clock. Fuck. Um, so it is, uh, it, 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 um, what we do is everybody will write jokes and it's just like a pool of jokes. Like I'll write a joke about son or I'll write a joke about Nathaniel. I'll write a joke about Kenise. I'll write a joke about, uh, whoever. And then you just throw them in the, in the, in a pile or throw them in a pool. And that's what they'll do on these big roasts is they'll have a team of writers in a room and everybody goes off to their own office or cube or whatever. And they write like a hundred jokes and then everybody comes back and you pitch your jokes. And so you'll read a joke and someone will say, uh, you know, everybody will agree that's a good joke. You throw it in the middle of the table. And then at the end of the day, you've got, you know, 200 awesome roast jokes for everybody to use. And you divvy it up. People will still write their own shit. But a lot of roast is community writing. A lot of comedy is community writing. So uh, Jet said, I wanted to respect everyone who was doing their act. So we stayed. Oh, I thought you meant last night. I was like, oh, that's dope. Uh, but you're talking about it in an open mic. Bro, you don't need to respect an open mic. Yeah, you just fuck it. It's an open mic. You can do what you want. If they try to make you stay, be like, fuck you. I'm not a hostage, bitch. Um, P. Ray Nizzle said, writing jokes is really hard enough. Working them out in a crowd is a real gamble, especially if you've only written enough material to cover the time. Oh, yeah, 100%. <clears throat> and it always goes faster than you think, too. So, like, you might be like, oh, I'm going to do a five-minute open mic, and you write five minutes of jokes, and you rehearse at the house. And then when you get there, because I know one guy who wrote a set, he was like, uh, blah, 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 joke, 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 pause for laughter. Joke number two, blah, 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 <laughs> killing it, pause for laughter. And then when they're not fucking funny and nobody pauses, what? Uh, Jet, was that here in Houston? Because uh, I think I know what you're talking about. He was actually at the show last night. Clinton Shorter is his name. Yes, there's a... And by the way, don't use the M word. That's not polite. Uh, but there's a little person who is... He was at the show last night, <clears throat> and he's a comic. Um, and his name is Clinton Shorter. Could you imagine? This is like his first five minutes of his set. It's like, hey, what's up, everybody? My name is, uh, yes, uh, my name is Clinton Shorter. That's fucked up because his, uh, <laughs> his, he's a twin, swear to God. It's like a, it's like a Hollywood movie. It's like a Hollywood movie. Clinton Shorter's a little person. He's got a twin brother who's like 6'3". He's like 3'3". Three, three. It's, it's hilarious. Poor guy. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yeah, that is terrible writing. DJ Maddie said, "Ask me anything about anything. Who do you test your jokes on before you add them to your show?" Well, that's what open mic is for, uh, especially when you're starting out, DJ Maddie. So, like, when you're first getting started in comedy, you obviously don't get a lot of, uh, you know, opportunities. So you write what you write, you write what you think is funny, and then you go on stage and you do it. And if it bombs, you go home and you fix it. And I still do that. I still do that. I'll write a new joke. I'll go on stage. No, not everything works, right? Like you, you guys will see sometimes we'll have a, I'll do a set. You guys, most of y'all will see a polished show, but uh, a lot of times, like if you come into my shows that I do at the secret group, I, and I'll randomly like once a month do a best of, I want you guys need to know this. The best of shows that are at the secret group, I use that as my open mic. That's my training ground. That's my practice. That's my rehearsal. So I'll write some new shit. I'll go there and do it. If it doesn't work, I'll fix it. I'll go back. Try it again. Um, but yeah, it, that's what open mic is for. Open mic is a comedian's practice. 
right? Like teams run practice, they run drills, they go through the, um, you know, they run plays and all that shit and see what's going to work and what's not. That's that's what open mic is for. So a lot of comics, we write our material, um, you know, refine it, whatever, and then we go do it at open mic and we get a feel for how it went. And the, the longer you've been doing it, the more you know. And then uh, eventually, you know, you, you do it enough at an open mic. You first, you bomb. You keep trying. You fix it. You go back pretty soon. It starts getting laughs consistently. And now you know it's ready for show shows. Not open mics, but like actual shows at clubs and, and places. <clears throat> I'm fortunate enough now. Uh, I've been doing this 10 years. And I did see the suit, the shoe check. I, I haven't forgotten. So uh, I'll, I'll do it. But I'm fortunate enough now where... You know what? Uh, I one, I kind of have a good sense of my. I have my what's called your voice. I've I've, found, I've kind of found my voice when it comes to writing. So I kind of know if it's going to work or not. Um, just just because ha- haven't done it so long. But there are times when I'll write a joke and then I'll, I'll. What I do is most of my sets are 30, 45 minutes to an hour. That's a long time, and so I know that if I've got. 45 minutes and I wrote a new joke that's three minutes I'll just throw that bitch in the middle somewhere right I'll just I'll just put it in the middle and see how it goes if it bombs or doesn't bomb and then I can fix it but yeah if three if three minutes of a 45 minute set don't go great nobody remembers that they just go oh it's just a it's just a bad joke it's no big deal yeah that's it Hugh Dab said, do not tell jokes in ESPN between 12 and 3. I don't know what that means. Uh, don't test the jokes on ESPN. I don't know what that means. Uh, 8008 said, uh, oh, is that, does that say booby bot? I keep saying 8008. That's a booby bot. Just trying to enjoy my time in Guatemala. Okay. Test the joke on Oliver and Spencer. No. I will run a joke by my wife, and I have this rule now. Um, If she laughs at it, it's a bad joke. It's not going to work. If I write a joke and my wife's like, that's hilarious. I'm like, trash, delete, delete, delete. But if I write a joke my, and I do it, I'm like, babe, check this out. I wrote this joke. Listen, 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 listen. I'm trying to remember, like, what's my last joke I wrote? Let me look at my daily writing. And again, that's what happens. Like, I'll just write down a thought. <clears throat> I might write down a premise. Uh, I have, like, a whole thing on my phone. It's just called daily writing. And oh, here we go. Like this was my this is where I wrote my roast jokes. And again, that's why roasts are risky because you know, you don't get to perfect them. Jesse's a huge Astros fan, so much so when they won their first World Series, he got a tattoo of the Astros on his arm, which is fitting because he also bangs trash cans. Don't know if that's gonna work. I pretty much knew that was gonna work. <sighs> What's a joke? Um Oh, here you go. This was like a premise that I wrote. So, like, see all of this? So, this is all just about, like, a premise and shit, right? Uh, but the premise that I wrote was peeing while you're high. <clears throat> um, perky nips? I don't know what y'all are talking about. Uh, peeing while you're high. Absolute, absolutely weirdest thing to do when you're high is pee. It feels like it takes forever. It feels like you're, you've are you been peeing for seven straight hours. And every time, no matter what, I'm like, man, how much pee do I have? Um, how long have I been? I, th- I feel like I've been here since Monday. And then the feeling of it can really, dis- I can't really describe it. But uh, I remember one time thinking I can feel the pee inside of my penis. By the way, is that why they call it a penis? See, I think I wrote this when I was high, actually. 
Uh, is PP because it comes from a penis? Or is it penis because P is inside of it? See, this is just like you just got to get all of it out. You don't filter anything. A lot of this is stupid. I would never say this on stage. But you write everything down. Uh, let's see. It'd be super weird if we called it a poonus and super gross. Uh, I think I could feel the P inside. Uh, what? You know how you got me to feel the inside of your... I don't know what that means. That's weird. One night I woke up and you just write down random shit. I'll just, I'll get high on CBD before I go to bed and then think of something and wake up and write it down. And it's super weird. <laughs> super weird. And then sometimes I'll just write down the premise. Like this one, I just wrote down a new study said only 18 of women orgasm, 18% of women orgasm during sex. Hadn't even got back to it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, Hugh Dab. And then I always add a uh, pause for applause break. But uh, yeah, but see, there's, that's just, uh, that's just a premise. And then I'll go back and flesh it out when I feel like writing. So there you go. <sighs> Donna said, I think you were high. 100%. But anybody that's ever been high and peed, you kind of feel that joke. I think there's something there. I'll, I'll figure that out. Have y'all seen Monique's new Netflix special? I kind of understand why they lowballed her at first. No, haven't seen it. What's up, Coog Blaze? Thanks for me. It's peanut butter jelly time. Uh, writing for friends uh, with has actually become very easy when you get their cadence. Some jokes are funnier depending on who's delivering it. Who are you writing for? P. Randizzle? Jim said I do the same thing with the radio stuff. The crazy difference is you don't get feedback. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Terrence. Look at Terrence with the scoreboard. That's what's up. All right. Uriel Villanueva did a shoe check. Let me do that real quick. Um, all right, so I'm just rocking Navy shirt. Uh, for those of you new to the show, and I see a lot of new names in the chat, which I appreciate. Love you guys. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the show. I didn't even introduce myself. My bad. I'm Barry. This is Barry on deck. Uh, this is where I live now. This is where I do sports talk. Uh, I spent seven years in ESPN Radio. Been doing this show since May of 2020 when they fired my ass. All right. Uh, and then I've been doing stand-up comedy for almost a decade. In fact, my anniversary of stand-up is coming up really, really soon, this month. Uh, what is my stand-up anniversary? April 17th. 10 years, April 17th. I will have been doing stand-up comedy 10 years. I still have the video of my first set, and it's atrocious. I look back, I'm like, my God, it's awful. <clears throat> uh, but anyways, on this show, one of the th you got channel points that you get for just hanging out with us. And uh, one of the things that you can, you can do a lot of shit. Uh, 75 Truth said I got fired by COVID. Uh, no. No. I think it's cute that you actually believe that they let me go because of COVID. I think that is so sweet. Um, that's super cute. Look at you. Uh, and you know what? We, you know why we invaded Iraq? Oh, uh, 9-11 so cute um no but one of the things we do uh on this uh show is i do uh shoe checks well you know they got a decent uh decent sneaker collection not great not even good decent uh but you know i try to be matchy match and bring the shit out uh so you can use those channel points to see what shoes i'm wearing today sometimes they're really dope sometimes it's slides today I try to make a match. Today, I'm rocking one of the most comfortable shoes on the planet. At least one of the most comfortable shoes that I own. 
Uh, the New Balance. What the fuck are these called? New Balance 791s. Oh, my God. They're not the, the dopest shoe in the world. Obviously, they're old, so they don't look as good, and I need to clean them. Uh, but these sons of bitches are so comfortable. By the way, they smell better now because my sock is full of <clears throat> cherry limeade juice. Uh, but, yeah, these, if you ever get a chance, if you're looking for a, a good-looking shoe that is, like, feel comfortable, get you some 791s. And they got the gum bottom, so, you know, they're... They're uh they're stylish enough. Like a little, little navy on the back, a little navy on the tongue. And uh hit that gum bottom with the all white. So there you go. This show sucks. Oh, socks. I was like, what the fuck? First of all, you don't have to say it, bitch. Just think it and skedaddle. This thing I never understood is I love like when people will drop by a YouTube uh post that I'll have them like you this is terrible and you're not funny well bitch you could have just kept scrolling you dumb fuck that's my favorite thing is when people feel like they have to stop and give you their opinion on why they don't like you I don't give a fuck you know what I care about I care about the people that like me I don't give a shit about the people that don't like me <clears throat> Jen on Twitch said poor cherry limeade through the sock why would I do that? Why would I waste a perfectly good sock? Shoe shot? Hell no. Hell no. Sometimes I wear these shoes without socks. That's gross. That is disgusting. No, not doing that. No, no, no. All right, let's get back to some, some more sports. So once again, I'll say this. Um... If you missed the roast of Houston sports, go follow me on social media at Barry is funny. I will be posting a few clips. Uh, if you really want to see the whole thing and I can get uh, everybody's buy-in, I will post the whole thing on Patreon only for Patreon members only. That'd be a good perk. I think <clears throat> so. I'm hoping everybody says yes. And uh, just to show you that it was a real thing. This, let me, excuse me. Uh, where's the, Good photo. Oh, that's a good one. Look at old Polly Paul. Look at Gallant. There he is in all his glory. This is sitting on the stage watching Paul murder a small but mighty crowd at the Houston Improv. Good times. And there's my buddy Jesse Payton doing his thing. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was a lot of fun. A lot, 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 lot of fun. All right. Foot juice sweat is almost as bad as Gunther juice. What? Shout out to beautiful Houston downtown. Okay, what's up, Jay? I don't know what that means. F it, Connecticut? What? I don't, what? 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 Uh, yeah, I also thought it was, uh, and this was a joke I made. I was like, oh, that's super ironic that Jesse Payton wore a Warren Moon jersey. Uh, also, somebody he has something in common with. Sexual assault. All right. Allegedly. The roast was fun. Y'all missed it. All right, back to the sports. Let's do a little, because I know some of y'all going to be like, you know what I mean? It's an okay show, but he doesn't talk enough sports. Oh, f shut up. Also, I do curse a lot on this show. Hey, uh, real quick, family and friends, I do need to say thank you to some folks that sent in a thankful Thursday. Some of y'all don't know what the fuck that is, and it's okay. You're new. You'll figure it out eventually. 
Um, but I do want to say thank you to those folks who enjoy and love this show enough to want to see it continue and support it. And uh, so they do their part, right? I mean, we learned our lesson from getting let go, uh, getting uh, getting fired by COVID. Uh, so you guys uh, enjoy the show enough to want to support financially, and I appreciate that. So thank you to Donna, who sent in a $10 Thankful Thursday. She said your show was awesome last night. Donna, I love you to death, my sweet, sweet Donna. Thank you so much. Uh, Cece has been sending in uh, water bill Wednesdays, uh, but she's sending a thankful Thursday. Now, what she has started to do is deduct uh, from <laughs> her donations uh, because I missed time. So she sent in a $5 thankful Thursday. She said you missed water bill Wednesday. Uh, deduction, sadly, missed a lot of the show today. I love you, boo-boo. Don't worry about it. Thank you so much. Uh, she says, sadly, missing a lot of the show today. Uh, PP Dubson in a $6 uh, Thankful Thursday. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Jen, who works here, sent in a $5 Thankful Thursday. She said, hi, bye. She's been super busy. It's okay. Sylvia, sweetie, thank you so much for your $5. Happy BOD Thankful Thursday. Truck driver Pookie sent in a $5 Thankful Thursday. I am so grateful for being a part of this community. Always supportive and willing to lend a helping hand. And then it cut off because he got super blabby. Uh, but you know what, Pookie? I love you. I know what you're talking about. We got you, famo. Um, I don't know how much the decades have contributed to the GoFundMe for uh, your your cuzzo, but you know we got you, pimp. We know you know we got you, and uh, <clears throat> I'm sure more the more people that see it on the Discord uh, will also step up. So that's what we do. It's what we do. It's what we do on the show. We are a community. We are a show, but we are family, and that's what we do. We we help each other. Take care of each other. Uh, all right, so thank you, everybody. Oh, and then I, I can't, I, I would be remiss if I did not read Alex Villanueva's. He always, every Thursday, uh, sends in a uh, $10 Thankful Thursday to help support the show and myself as an independent creator. And where the fuck did it go? There it is. And he always leaves me in such a, a great note. He said, yo, great stuff this week. Keep the positivity going. Great things will continue. Let's go. Let's go, Alex. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you, man. Thank you all. <laughs> Seriously, thank you all for supporting the show. I do appreciate it uh, so much. Uh, Reyes has sent me the link. Yeah, Reyes is banned from the Discord, but he's still uh, a part of this, an, uh, an important and, and critical part of this community. So please include him, Truck Driver Pookie. Uh, you should get Gallant on this show to talk about his time on stage and decisions to even do it. Do that. Hey, Bash! Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you, man. Yo, DJ Maddie! Thank you for the 200 bits, my friend. Thank you, buddy. Much love, DJ Maddie. Uh, have a great Easter weekend. Oh, that's right. It is Easter weekend coming up, right? Are you out of here? You uh you gone? All right, buddy. I love you, Maddie. Thank you for hanging out with us, fam. Much appreciated. Uh, you're the best. DJ Maddie has the smoothest DJ voice ever. Shitty jokes, the worst jokes, as you guys saw at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Patrick Randall. B. Rand Nizzle said, uh, public service announcement. Every time you see Todd from ESPN Radio, be sure to tell him how great Barry on deck is. I <laughs> those people over there, those, you know, those people over there. 
Yeah, those are BOD evangelists. Oh, 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 oh. Y'all be like, man, BOD is great. He's going to be like, I never heard of it. Well, fuck you, Todd. Who the fuck is that guy? Okay. Is he throwing shade in the chat? Who? Who? Oh, I don't know. I, uh, what? What? I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, not, not Todd the show. Todd the sales guy, I think. Yeah, Todd Fark. I just I can't pronounce his name, so I just say Fark. <sighs> All right, let's do some sports. Shit, way off track. Let's talk about Lance Zerline's latest mock draft. Lance Zerline is a crazy person. After after seeing Zerline's great, uh, greatest greatest no, after seeing Zerline's latest mock draft, uh. <laughs> P. Reynolds said I did it at Kobo's after the parade, and he was squirmy. Yeah. Oh yeah. They don't like. They don't like to hear that. They don't like to hear that you guys still fuck with me after having let me go. It makes them uncomfortable because I think they thought they were like, you know what? This needs. We need more sports and less silliness. And then everybody was like, Ugh. and he's like, well, shit. Got rid of all the silliness. You know, we need more silliness. Like, shit. We'll figure it out. Um, Lance Zerline did his latest mock draft. Uh, and it's out there, folks. And he knew. Like, he was like, all right, I'm about to release my latest mock draft. And the people in this city are going to hate my guts. And he did, like, some bit. Like, people were messaging him. Even his son Messaged him and was like, Dad, this is the worst mock draft I've ever read, and you're my dad. Like, fucking hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. But he dropped a uh, mock draft 3.0. <clears throat> and, you know, for some for some fans of some teams, I'm sure a lot of y'all were like, okay. But Lance Zerline is a guy that lives in Houston. He's on radio in Houston. He's a personality here in Houston. By the way, I tried to get Lance to do the roast of Houston sports. Because he said he's been wanting to do stand-up forever. And I was like, well, come on, fam. I've been I've been on his ass about shows forever. And he won't do it. And this one, it just, I get it because he couldn't. It was it was poor timing with the draft. But he's got a mocky mock out. And if ever you were going to mock a mock, this is the mock to mock. Facts. Tony said Lance lives under a bridge now. LZ was correct last year, so let's see. Yeah, look, uh, I showed you guys. We looked at a uh, we looked at a uh, <clears throat> mock draft accuracy chart, and I think LZ was thirty two, and that's out of the eight thousand nine hundred and forty three bajillion people that hey, I'm going to do a mock draft. Well, no one gives a shit because no one values your opinion. Um, <clears throat> that's the thing. Like, you know, th there are some people like Lance who study, like Lance will literally disappear for months. He's just like, nah, I'm just going to, he gets film on every single college player and he watches their highlights in their film. And then he grades them all. <clears throat> and then, uh, he does all their draft grades and then he'll do a mock draft uh, based on, you know, in, information that he's getting from other teams or what he thinks might happen and this, that, and the other. And look, far too many of you take this shit far too serious. 
a mock draft is nothing more than some fun guesstimates. That's it. No one has ever nailed a mock drafts are like brackets. Okay. Let me just put it that way. Mock drafts are like brackets. Some folks watch college basketball all year and still put out a shitty bracket. Some folks film study every college player that's declared for the draft and still put out a shitty mock draft. You just never know. It's supposed to be fun. That's right, Tony. It's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to have a good time. You're supposed to enjoy it. It's supposed to be a a fun little read. And then sometimes, You get some bullshit like this. And then you're like, what the, what? What kind of shit is this? I don't know. Like Lance is a great dude. Lance knows his shit. I would never doubt Lance Zerline's NFL knowledge for a second. What the fuck? I feel like, (coughs) not a COVID cough. I feel like, that he heard something from somebody that made him do this. This isn't like a, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw out some weird shit that nobody else is doing. Get a lot of pub. Get a lot of clicky clicks. NFL Network's going to love me. <laughs> Everybody's going to be talking about it, and I'll be famous. I feel like what happened is somebody got in his ear and was like, hey, you know what? <clears throat> I think they're really checking out Tyree Wilson. I really do. I think that's the play. So. Potch said he heard it from his crack dealer. Mock draft equals throwing crap at the wall to see what sticks. Kind of. Tony said he's saying this year's draft is going to be bananas. I mean, and look, it very well could be. I believe him. If I'm going to believe anybody, it ain't going to be Mel Kuyper. I don't know. Like, I would be curious to see what is Mel Kuyper's accuracy. Mel Kuyper mock draft accuracy. I feel like Miss Cleo has better accuracy than than fucking Mel Kuyper. Oh, here's the whole chart. Let's revisit it, shall we? Here you go. This was just 2022. 2022 mock draft accuracy. There you see Albert Breer from the Monday Morning Quarterback. Uh, the way they do it is like how many slots you can get 128 possible points, player ranks, uh, positions, teams, and then total points. Albert Breer got a 177. Charlie Campbell, which by the way, Walter Football is a highly underrated source of info for you. If you're a radio guy or you're a blogger or a vlogger or even a clogger, I don't know. Um, but you need good football info and you don't want the same old regurgitated bullshit that everybody gets from. Cause folks, a little more inside baseball for you. Come here. I don't... Bring it in. I don't, I don't want everybody to hear this. Most of the people that talk into a microphone have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. They don't know. They just say shit. A lot of times, what they do is they read some bullshit somebody else wrote and then they just use that. 
So if you're one of those cats, don't just get the shit that everybody else is reading and regurgitate. Go to Walter uh, Football. It's a good resource that I don't think a lot of people are using. <clears throat> so there you go. Uh, Rip Mel Kuyper. Did he die? Did Mel Kuyper pass away? Mel Kuyper died 10 years ago. What? Have we just been watching a hologram? So you're telling me that uh, virtual AI Mel Kuyper actually picks as good as uh, real life Mel Kuyper? I believe that. I believe that. That checks out. That checks out. Um, all right. Anthony Staggs was fourth. Hold on. Where did this go? Where did it go? Here we go. All right. So, uh, Albert Breer was first, 177, right? Now, I will show you 32, I believe, was our boy, Lancey. There, no, I'm sorry, 38. Lance Sterline uh, had 153 points. Where on the list is Mel Kuyper? Ooh, look at Mel. Mel said, suck a fat with LZ. Bam. Mel, 13. I got to be honest with you, chat. I'm a little surprised Mel Kuyper was a top 15 guy here. I really did. I thought he would go in the fourth round. <laughs> Barry Kuyper. I really thought I should mock the mocks. Does somebody do that? Like I should like, I should do a mock. Uh, I should do a mock of um, where I think the mocks would be rated for the mock season. There's a lot of mocking. Fuck, Mel Kuyper getting 13th though. <sighs> No idea. Who's another big name that does mocks? <clears throat> Who's another big name? He looks dead. Mel Kuyper does? Now? Or like... Uh, let's see. Hold on. Mel Kuyper Junior. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's up, Joel? Good to see you, buddy. I'll see you in about uh eight minutes. Oh, hey, Barry. A link would be really cool. It's the same fucking link, Joel. It's the the link doesn't change, buddy. The link I sent you for two, three fucking years ago to do this show. It's the same link as last week, as last year, as the three years ago. In 1948, when you and me were doing this, it's the same goddamn link. Love you, buddy. <clears throat> How many mocks did Kuiper have? 50 to be the 13th? Uh, I don't know. That's a good point. Uh, what's up, King of Twinch? Bernie the Wolf. What? Okay. I don't know. Uh, yo, Joe, you want to pass on that link? Fuck no. I can change it. Like, I can 100% change it. I just don't need to. But as soon as one of y'all get the link, changed. And also... Even if you have the link, that doesn't guarantee you get on air. It just means you get in the green room, and then I go, ban. Uh, people don't want to look for things from last week. Oh, really? So if you had a winning lotto ticket, and you, 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 you knew your numbers won, and you just needed to go get it from last week, what does that say? Shot at me, Barry? What? Uh, I don't know what that means. No, but seriously, if you need me to send it, let me know. I'll send it again. No biggie. Can you cut out the toxic neg negativity today? Who's? Okay, listen. I said this before. I'm going to say this again. Here's the deal. Okay, here's the deal. Let me be real clear about this. 
Uh, Joe Blank is kind enough to come and do this show of every Thursday and talk NBA and give you guys a bunch of great insight. Give me a bunch of great insight. Give the other people that enjoy this show on podcast or uh, when they watch it later on Twitch or when I upload it to the Patreon or I upload it to Podbean. What I don't want, what I don't want is for some of you guys that maybe you're not a fan of Joel to come in here and talk shit. Okay, then I don't need that. I don't need that. If you don't like Joel, that's cool. Just keep it to yourself or bounce until he's gone and then come back if you want to do that. But Joel's my guy. Joel knows more about NBA than anybody that I know, and I appreciate his insight. So let's not make the to- the chat toxic. Let's leave the ESPN 97.5 bullshit at ESPN 97.5. This is Barry on deck. We're all about positivity, cool vibes, hanging out, having fun. Let's hang out and have some fun. I do not want this show to be toxic, and I don't want the chat to be toxic. And I'll be honest with you, I'd rather you just leave and never come back and watch this show than to do some toxic bullshit in the chat, okay? I get it. Some of y'all may not like him. That's fine. If And I was talking to Joel about this, and I've told y'all this. I am the type of person that if you treat me with respect, I don't care if my best friend doesn't like you. You and I can still be friends, and vice versa, all right? Just be cool. That's it. Just be cool. That's it. I don't want no toxic bullshit in the chat. None of it. I won't tolerate it. This show is supposed to be fun now if there's good natured ribbing and fucking with people that's fine but don't bring that espn toxic uh, leftover josh ennis macho bullshit over here to this show i don't want it i'd rather just not have anybody watch this motherfucker if that was my choice okay are we good are we clear all right everybody grab your dick and hang on i don't know why i said that i don't know why i said that that's weird yeah, be cool. Like, just be fucked. Just be cool. Angry Yama said too much toxic femininity in here. That's not true. That's not true. I don't know what's going on here. What's up, Coog Blaze? Can I grab someone else's? I don't know what that means. Uh, all right, so what was I looking for? Oh, yeah, <clears throat> who's another top-tier uh, mock drafter? Like, you know, does um, who's the other one that joins ESPN? There's one, so they'll have, like, during the draft, they'll have, like, Mel- Todd McShay. Doesn't he do mocks? Does Todd McShay do mocks? I know he's, like, a, a draft guy, but, oh, he does do mocks. Here you go. Todd McShay's predictions for round one and two dropped two days ago. Uh, let's see where Todd landed on the list. Uh, excuse me. Pardon me. Looks like my little speech did run some people off. That's okay. Again, I would rather you guys be like not here than be here and fuck up the vibe of this show. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't need the 10 extra views. I mean, I love it. I would love to have you here, but not. I'm not going to sacrifice the vibe and chatting on this show for a bunch of people to be a dick. So it doesn't hurt my feelings if the numbers dropped after that. And then, okay, Joel just timed out Pac-Man, Joel. (laughs) That is the funniest shit I've ever seen on this show. (laughs) Joel. (laughs) Joel Hernandez. So when you get channel points, you can do a lot of shit with it, right? You can do a shoe check. You can say, make me a VIP if you have enough, which will get you some shit eventually when we figure it out. You can post links in the chat. You get a cool extra things. 
Uh, and you can also time people out. And when you time someone out, they can't chat for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and fucking Pac-Man, Joel Hernandez timed out our guest, Pac-Man Joel. It don't work like that, Joel. Hernandez, you can't time out the guest. He said, I need my points back, bro. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No takesy backsies, ho. No take backs. No, I'll give them back to you. <clears throat> yeah, grab them for me, Posh. Thank you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> this is so funny. Joel on Joel crime. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, what is that? I brought a few with me, but what? I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, so you do need me to send the link again? Okay, let me do that real quick. Oh, fuck. Could you not delete this one? Could you just fucking bookmark it? Let me go to my sent items. Uh, let's see. I just looked to last Thursday. Joel. Joel. Here we go. The email titled, My link all up in your box. Forward to... The same guy that you've already fucking sent it to 8,000 times. Joseph Blankenship. Okay, it's not the whole. That's the wrong name. All right, buddy. I just sent it to you. Uh, should be in your box. Uh, let's see. Joseph, shut it. Uh, all right. What does that say? Dre said never seen Joel Hernandez chat before in two years. Where, here or, or, or on the suspects? So, I mean, the, fuck. The, uh, what is it, the Murder Hornets show? What is it called? Is it the Murder Hornets? No, the Killer Bees. The Honey Bees. Okay. Yeah, Angry Amish said the other drafter is Todd McShay. Let's take a look-see. Let's take a look-see at Todd and, uh, and see how he did. Let's go. Uh. And then, uh, about that time, Joel Blank will be joining us, and we'll talk some NBA. Yay! All right, now, right now, here we go. Uh, this is sorted by name. We want to sort by total points. Uh, let's see if we can find Tom McShay on this list. So we know Mel Kuyper is 13, and I got to be honest with you, super surprised. Mel Kuyper Jr., not known to be the most accurate mock drafter, but 13 is fucking impressive. For Mel. Uh, so where's Todd McShay? Peter Schrager is five. Ooh, look at LZ got some compo. Let's see. Todd McShay. Um, where's Joe Blank on the list of, of mock drafts? Let's see. Tommy Garrett. Trevor. Damn. Damn. How bad was Todd McShay last year? Is he even on the fucking list? There's one Todd on the list. Let's see where he's at. God damn! Todd McShay was 95th in accuracy. What? The, yeah, thanks, Chris. Uh, appreciate you, fam. Uh, that's awful. That is terrible. 95th. How does he have a job? I mean, he got by a dude that writes for M Live. Nobody even knows what that is. What is M live? I don't know. He got he got he got beat by a guy named Keith Sanchez who doesn't even have an association with anybody. Keith is just some fucking rando. Oh, what does Keith Sanchez do? Oh, he works at a fucking Jiffy Lube. What? Oh yeah, 
He, he just, you know, he changes oil and does mocks in his spare time. And he still beat Todd McShay. What? What? Keith Sanchez. What is this? TheDraftNetwork.com. Boy, they really disrespected them. Didn't even, this is a busy website. That's a lot of, that's a lot of shit. All right, so real quick, we didn't re- look at it, but let's look at Lance's, and then we're going to get Joe Blank on the on the line here. Uh, so Lance's mock draft, he's got Carolina Panthers taking Bryce Young at one. He's got the Houston Texans taking Tyree Wilson. And again, like I said, this is some random outside of the box, out of left field weirdness, and either LZ is just trying to get clicks, this is clickbait, or he's got some inside info that nobody else has, but he's definitely straying from the norm. Would I be surprised if the Texans take a def- defensive player at two? Absolutely not. I would not be surprised. I would be super surprised if it was Tyree Wilson. I would. With Will Anderson on the board, that would shock me. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, Lance's comments were, if the Texans miss out on Young, they may not be a lock to take Stroud. With knees along the defensive front and two 2023 first-round picks, the choice could be between Wilson and Will Anderson Jr. I don't know why he would get... Wilson over uh, Will Anderson Jr., but there you go. Uh, and then he's got the Cardinals taking Will Anderson Jr. Uh, third. Um, I mean, shit. We can go all the way back to the season when I told you guys I would rather the Texans not take Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud in this draft. I would rather them take Will Anderson. But I would also, as part of my master plan, I'm going to need you to shit to bed one more year, Texans. So that you can draft my dude out of USC. Uh, I don't know why I'm blanking on his name right now. That was the plan. That ain't going to happen. But that's not what pissed people off. Tyree Wilson is not what made Houston fans angry. Uh, There you go. Ravens fourth taking CJ Stroud in a trade with the Colts where they send Lamar Jackson to the Colts. Checks out. Makes sense. That's if CJ Stroud isn't taken by the Texans. So if that happens, now what? Um, the Seahawks take Jalen Carter at five, uh, Devon Witherspoon at six. And then the Texas, this is where people lost their shit with LZ. Um, he has the Texans moving up to the seventh pick in the draft, trading with, with the Raiders to take Will Levis. And people were like, no, like people were calling him a bitch on Twitter, which is my favorite word. Y'all know, but they were like, look at this dumb bitch. No way. Like, wow. So. There's your there's your LZ mock draft update. People were angry. Angry. What's this? All right, you guys stop being oh my god. Am I gonna have to just like not have chat when Joel gets here? I mean, honestly. Um yeah, let's just let's just let's just keep moving. Hey, what's up, Papa Bank? Good to see you, Pitt. All right, everybody, chill the fuck out. You coughed really hard and accidentally blew liquid shit all over myself. My favorite thing about Twitch is that when people think it's funny to pop into a show, uh, and uh, talk about boo boo, they're like, "Oh, this is gonna kill it." This is going to kill it. Watch this. <laughs> you coughed and I shit my pants. 
Oh. All right. Well, I got a good fart joke in the in the chamber. We'll go with that one. Oh, yeah. Joe Pro says subscriber only. Chat's an option. Yeah. Just let it go and let's have fun. Thank you, Jet. That's what I'm talking about. Knock all this mamby-pamby bullshit off in the chat because right now it's time, bitches. We're going to talk some NBA with my boy. I'm super excited about this. Now, look, I know you guys have questions. I know you want to ask the hammer about all things NBA. Now is the time to do it. Here's what you do. You put hashtag ask the hammer in the chat. And uh, I will put them in the queue, and we will get to your NBA questions for Joel Blank. Listen, this dude spent up over 25 years in the NBA, 23 with the Rockets. I want to say he said 27. He'll correct me. Uh, 27 years in the NBA combined, 23 with the Rockets. Nobody I know, and I know a lot of people. Uh, Nobody knows the NBA better than Joel Blank. And for those of y'all that don't appreciate what he does on ESPN, can suck it. All right? This man knows his shit. Uh, I'm excited about this that he joins us. So here we go. Jo- oh, and he's giving us a little wave. Join me on the program right now as he always does every single Thursday at 4:15. My God, Pac-Man Joe, what's up, homie? How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Did you did you bookmark the morning, damn huh? link? Could you? How are the dickheads? Could you bookmark the link, Joe? That's all I'm asking. Could you just... Time out. So I could do you more favors? Because how many times in the last six, eight screw-ups have been your technological genius? Okay, let's continue. Fair point. Uh, fair point. I'm just saying, like, it doesn't change. It doesn't change. Neither do you. <laughs> you don't miss a beat, buddy. Uh, that's why we have chemistry. You taught me well. That's, that's so it's good. just so organic. Uh, it just how you good, man? You good? Wait. Uh, uh, I'm just, I get teary with our, how organic it's become. <laughs> I miss it so much. <laughs> Somebody in the chat earlier was like, bro, next time y'all see Todd, uh, just tell him how fun Barry on Deck is, Ned. You know, we all miss the suspects. I don't think that works. They don't give a shit. Um, I've been pretty, pretty good about some stuff. But, you know, hey, sorry I missed last night, by the way. Love hey! the people supporting you. You talked about a bullet in the chamber. I had nothing left. Um, coming out of both ends. Food poisoning ain't fun. But I'm here Dude, now. I think CeCe had something like that, too. I really do. It's been I going think, around. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I did, uh, to promote the show, uh, I did the uh, the Isaiah Factor on Wait, Tuesday let me get night. that for you. Let me, okay, yeah, got it. Nope, picked it up. Did you grab that name I dropped? Thank you, I buddy. Did. Yep, Thank I you. did. Yeah, you know, I pulled a couple of strings and was like, hey, Isaiah, <laughs> I always do your show uh, for your shit. Can I plug the... But he let me in. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it because uh, I could not stop shitting. I really thought I was going to be the first person to shit my pants. You had it too? Lot. Yeah, yeah. I was almost late because you had to be there at like 10.15 because it's a 10.15 call time for a 10.30 show. And I was like, at 10.40, I'm sitting on the pot like that scene from Dumb and Dumber when they, at the X, and I'm just like, ah, this is not okay. I was having colonoscopy flashbacks. I was like, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, don't for an instant think coughing and sneezing are safe during those moments. And I'm literally Ooh, sitting there like, man, if I shit my pants live on TV, this is going to be the oh. worst and best day ever. And it didn't happen. I would actually, for the first time in my life, go, I know that guy. When it got to the clips on the internet. <laughs> oh, now you'd claim me? Yeah. yeah. And Nora. Yeah. I, I used come to work home with that my, guy. 
I'd come home, all my shit would be on the lawn. Nor would be like, "Hey, no husband no, of mine." No, because some of it was pants. in your pants. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't all be on the lawn. <laughs> you left a little. <laughs> yeah, she'd kick me out. Oh, God, it'd be great. All right, uh, NBA talk. Uh, well, first of all, uh, we were doing uh, LZ mock draft. Did you uh, please tell me you gave him some shit? Did you fuck well, with him at all about his mock draft? He, it, it was I pretty didn't, far out there. It and is, but LZ. you know what? I mean, but there's a couple things. One, we all know that these mock drafts at this point are just people looking for attention and clicks and talking, you know, talkability. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then on top of it, you got to give Lance, I know you were going over it before, but you got to give Lance the benefit of the doubt in the fact that his final mock had both first round picks right last year for the Texans. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he doesn't know people and know things. So I think when you do multiple mocks before a draft, you look at and explore different angles. And you also, again, are after, you know, if you do the same mock every single time you do a mock, well, then what the hell is the difference with the 2.0, 3.0, 4.0? So you look at different perspectives of what a team could do. We don't know who's going number one, and smoke screens go all over the place right now. So, I mean, Jeremy is a massive, like, I can't even, we had this discussion on the air yesterday. It's sick that he has a full file of all four quarterbacks in the top of the draft on his phone with every play conceivably that they have made in the last calendar year. What? We asked if he had more videos of his on his phone of quarterbacks or his family. And he did say his family, which was the right answer, but I don't believe that, it. That is uh disturbing. That is that's he takes disturbing. it seriously. Yeah. And I think he now takes mayonnaise in his coffee because he is the biggest Will Levis fan on the planet. <laughs> Yeah. And he was ex- he was following Lance around the office to tell him how great his mock draft was. Hilarious. I know when I popped in y'all's chat the other day, he was like, why do you hate Will Levis? Why? And then I saw some clip where somebody was like, Will Levis might be the next Josh Allen. I was like, well, now hold on. What? Yeah. We'll it's, find out. Again, it, I get, you know, sometimes it gets so monotonous talking draft until the draft that you're just yeah. relieved when the draft actually yeah, gets done. Like, Fuck, can we just do something? That's why I love this. Because I could be like, all right. I don't give a shit. We're not talking no more draft. We're just going to talk other bullshit. So, uh, let's I love talk some it too. NBA, huh? I love it too. Yeah. I'm just happy uh, to be here. <laughs> NBA. Let's do this. We got what? Three days left? Three, yeah. Three days left. Some teams have three games left. But the, the season, the last game of the season is uh, April 9th. And I think, is it clear cut now that Joel Embiid is your MVP of the regular season, 2022, 2023? Yeah, I'm going to go back to how many Barry on Dicks we did a way back. But I'm going to say that. Just get the E right. My shirt says it. I'm just letting you know. Um, I'm going to go back and say that I'm going to stick to what I said back then. I think the 52-point game the other night solidified it when he scored more than half of their points. Uh Joel Embiid deserves this. He probably deserved it as much as the Joker did last year. And Joel Embiid, it means a lot to him. And he's done everything that you could ask a player to do to prove it. Down the stretch, whether he was ahead or behind, to do what he did and put his whole team on his back. Because we know sometimes James isn't capable, gets a hernia, and can't carry his team the way Embiid did. I think it's a slam dunk, no pun intended, that Joel Embiid's your MVP. Yeah, I I, I agree. And uh, I think think that was that game, though. I mean... You still be making the case, but that that fifty two point game was like, uh, okay, that's that does it. Yeah, I, I think that was his way of saying don't don't leave anything to doubt. Like, here's your hammer. I mean, bottom line, don't question me this year. Don't screw me late with with picks. 
you know, with whoever gets to vote, just give me what I deserve. Yeah. And, um, I mean, looking at the standings right now, right? So, uh, the only, so Brooklyn is six right now and, uh, the heat are seven, but they still haven't clinched those spots. So I guess there's just going to be some jockeying back and forth between those two, but all of the play in games have been locked up except for that seven spot, which is either going to be Brooklyn or Miami. We just don't know who yet because they're one game apart in the loss column. And I don't know if they, they don't, do they play each other? I didn't even look that up. I don't uh, think so. Let me see. Sketch for Brooklyn. Brooklyn's last. While you're oh. looking it up. Yeah, go ahead. I'll for just sure. yeah, I was just gonna say the, the one thing that Rockets fans get all giddy about is the fact that, ooh, this Harden trade looks so much better because the Nets are just gonna suck. No, they're not. There's more continuity. There's there's more uh, team concept. Mikhail Bridges was like that guy just waiting to escape like the 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 constraints of having to play behind so many, you know, superstars. And he's, he's exploding out of the scene. They have money to spend now. The Brooklyn Nets ain't going anywhere. And the Rockets, for all your high hopes, that was a horrible trade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so the Heat have Orlando, and although they have Washington, and then Orlando left. And the Nets have Orlando, and then they have the Sixers left. Obviously, a little tougher road. Washington, not as tough as, say, the Nets. They both play Orlando. Uh, which is on the outside looking and just missed uh, a playing game. Super surprising year for the Magic, by the way, right? No question. And you look at teams, and this goes back to what you can't see in the standings. You look at teams that were similar to the Rockets, Oklahoma City, Orlando. You know, Detroit, maybe, but not so much because Cade Cunningham, you can't judge it because he's been out a majority of the year and even last year. But you look at those two franchises and say, this is why the Rockets have the reputation that they have because – Paulo Bancaro versus Jabari Smith is one thing, and you, that was out of your control. But the way you've built the rest of your roster, the way you fit pieces in that actually have chemistry, have shown you that there is a better way and a more efficient way to do it. And that's why Orlando gets so much credit, because it's one thing to say you got Paulo Bancaro, but it's another thing to say fit in with the guys we already got and make it work. And they have. And the, the, the kind of savvy moves that you know you, you made along the way to get Mo Wagner and his brother together and realize there's a chemistry there from a family perspective as well as a team perspective, but it all fits. OKC the same way. Shane, uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. No one thought he could be a go-to guy. Mm. He's gone the way he's going to. And then all the other pieces that they built around it. They, you know, Giddy has been, no one saw that coming. And, and, and the dude is a really star in the making. So, I, you know, kudos to those two. But also for Rockets fans, this is why... I, <clears throat> I've been so critical, excuse me, of the Rockets and Rafael Stone because they could have done better and they should have. Yeah. You feel like, you know, they, there's a, there's two schools of thought on it though, right? Like you feel like the Rockets took the, the players they were supposed to take at the point that they were drafting over the last few years. Is that, is that accurate or is it like, eh, um, maybe you should have better done a better job scouting. Cause then you would have known not to take. Uh, xyz right like tell the general manager to see more than five games in three years as general manager in person when it comes to college games that's a start secondly when you look at the picks again it's hard it's hard to criticize rafael stone completely because if you look at him what was left last year when chet and and paulo were off the board well you took the last possible solution available you took jabari smith Mm -hmm. the 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 jalen green year you were interested in Cunningham. You tried to trade for Cunningham. Detroit wasn't having it. So after Cunningham went one, 
you went green too. Really, you you weren't going to go yeah. to a big man. So you you made the pick after the team ahead of you took their, whoever they wanted. You took what was left over. So you look at these things and you say, okay, let's look at the rest of the first round. Well, Garuba has been a bust. Uh, Josh Christopher has been a but less it, than average. And by the way, first I don't round pick. You, you agree, but like the, they love Garuba on the broadcast, right? I don't understand that, I don't, Craig. Well, I think because they have to. Oh, okay, because they're like, my Garuba. I'm like, ah, I mean. He's awkwardly uh, effective at times. And it's not even like a good effective. It's awkwardly effective. I don't know. I don't know how to describe no, it, no, but it's like. Not since they had the hammer in the office <clears throat> in terms of the level of scrutiny the broadcasters would get for being pro-Rocket. But they're still paid for by the Rockets indirectly. And so the announcers are going to say, just like the way the coaches have to say what the general manager says and play what the general manager says, the announcers, to a certain degree, have to do the exact same thing. Gotcha. And so you got guys who have literally their thoughts tied because there's an organization that says, it's our broadcast, you have to speak positively. But Garuba, Josh Christopher, for the most part, has been a dud with a couple of exceptions, which I don't think was worthy of a first-round pick at this point. And then, yeah, the trade for Shengun, I'll give him that. That was a good, mm -hmm. positive move in the first round. That's turned out really well. Yes. So I'll give him his flowers where he deserves them. But overall, when you look at Rafael Stone, I don't know that you can give him credit for guys that have fallen into his lap just because the other teams took guys you probably wanted. And the KPJ thing, like the trade that he did, you know, it was one of those, oh, if this works, great, but you didn't really risk a lot uh, other than, I don't know, maybe you wasted a couple years of uh, team chemistry. But you're not, you, it, whether KPJ was here or not, this team was still going to suck. You just, it, they might be a little better than they are. Because they would have a, a true point guard, but uh, there's still a huge talent deficiency and chemistry issue on this team, regardless of KPG. So there's a not, right. We had we had Jay Will on the on this Jay Williams on the station in the last week. Do you want me to? And it? no, it wasn't on my show. It was on the bench. Oh, but Jay Will oh. made made sure to elaborate what I've been telling you and your listeners <laughs> and everybody else for quite a while, which is. It is a bleep show in the locker room and, and in the organization of the Houston yeah. Rockets right now from a basketball perspective. And he backed it up. And then people started to question and poke holes and want to take shots at Jay Will. Jay Will knows players, players that are in the league, players that are on the Rockets roster that are telling you what I've been telling you for a long time, which is it is an uh, just the, the, the highest amount of chaos and kids doing whatever they want, like a romper room that you could ever imagine. And on the KPJ front, you didn't give up anything to get him, but there's a reason why. It's because no one wanted him because the Cavs already exposed who he is. Just because you put him in a different jumpsuit or, or, or pair of rompers like a child and, and a new diaper doesn't mean that he's not going to still crap the bed every chance he gets. And so they've done a really good job of kind of trying to control as much of the narrative as they can control. But it's starting to leak out. It started with the John Wall situation. It's gotten a lot worse with a lot more people, both national guys that cover the league and now guys that know players on the team or guys that have been there in the past that are saying, you know, especially if you get the number one or number two pick in the draft, you better change a whole lot, Tillman Fertitta, in the next three to six months or you're going to screw up possibly a tr just a transcending franchise player that could come your way. And that's something that he's got to be hyper you know, mindful of when they have this offseason. It's not just about who they take in the draft. It's 
how are you going forward to change what kind of screwed up culture you have right now? The, the Rockets kind of got lucky uh, if, as, as far as the draft goes because they don't have the worst record in the league. And they would, they're lucky that now the three worst teams get the same amount of ping pong balls. Detroit did a damn good job of sucking this year. And uh, Rockets uh, would be, I mean, the Rockets and the Spurs are kind of right there, one game apart in the loss column. But Detroit has a 200 winning percent. They're winning 20% of their games. That's awful. Um, it's like but, Steven Silas's career win percentage. Yeah. It's the Pistons, Rockets, and Spurs. Let me ask you something, man. And they, the Pistons, Rockets, and Spurs have a, an equal chance of getting the first pick in the draft. If the Rockets don't get that pick, what what's the direction for this team? Because I feel like, my sense is, everyone in this city just assumes, because that's really all they watch is the Rockets and how bad they are, and they forget about the ping pong balls and the luck and... Bro, I think everyone just assumes that Webinyama is going to be a rocket. And I probably said it wrong. But it doesn't matter. Well, you said it right. What if he's not? What if the Rockets get the third pick in the draft, bro? What does this franchise well, do? I saw a mock draft that scared me because I, I've it. been on record as saying if they get one of the first two picks, I think they're fine. I think the only guy that's not fine if they get the second pick is KPJ because I think that Scoot Henderson is the ideal prototypical the combo point guard to fit in with this current roster because he is a true natural point guard, but he's big and he's athletic and he can do a lot of things, but he distributes the basketball, which KPJ doesn't do. He wants to score first. So now Jalen can be Jalen. Yeah. Jalen can be Jalen. Jabari can be Jabari. This guy's going to get the ball. He's going to facilitate and he can do everything else you need him to do. And you rid yourself of part of what has become a really, really toxic culture in the locker room and the organization. Why do you think, Barry, look, and you're being hard on him or you're bitter. No, I just know. And the thing is, you don't give a guy a contract that is laden with incentives and also clauses that could be detrimental and, and void the contract to a guy that's been a good soldier, to a guy that's been an angel in the locker room. You do that to protect your ass if, in fact, things go south and or he doesn't act up to the standards of a, of a mature NBA player. And so when you, again, it's so with the youth coming into the league, and these guys, are, it's one thing to say they're talented, they're coming in, but they're coming in at 18, 19 years old. They can't be influenced by, by players that are doing whatever the heck they want, running amok. So if KPJ is all, you know, think about, the dude had a toe injury, he missed like 20 games. Like, what are we doing? So if you bring in at two, I think you're fine at two. But I did see a mock draft that, draft that said, "Oh, they'll skip Scoot at two and take Miller, yeah. the guy with the yeah, the guy facilitating <laughs> the gun delivery at because there's a great wrong starting kind of look. assist, man. Yeah, way to start your career in Houston. No, I don't think that they would. Not only just because difference in players and style, but I think the point guard of Scoot Anderson fits better. But also, this franchise needs nothing but positives right now." They don't need any extra distractions. They've had enough in the last three years. And they already have guys that fit that role. Like you said, they don't have a true PG, right? Like Miller's a, what, is a guard-forward combo guy, the swing. right? swing, he's a 3-4. He's yeah. Th yeah, or 3-4, yeah. okay, too, yeah. He's too light to be a 4, but he's got the size to be a 4, but he's a 3. He's a, he's a yeah, I, it's, it's boy, I tell you what. 
Uh, if they don't get that number one pick, that was what I was thinking about. I was just like, man, if they don't land that number one pick, because if they do get that one, look out. If they get that oh, one man. and they can figure out what to do, because it sounds like, by the way, I don't mean to be all scatterbrained here for a second, but it sounds like you're you're suggesting, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it sounds like you're suggesting that a lot of what, a lot of the issues with the young, out-of-control locker room, mayhem in the locker room, is, is KPJ uh, and if he weren't here that maybe the dynamic in that locker room, maybe the attitude, maybe the, you know, whatever would be different. Is that, is I don't, that, I don't want to isolate it and say it's one player. Okay. I want to say that it's, it's kind of like a culture, not it's a, a culture for okay. sure. But how about this? How about it? And you would know this better than anybody being the class mathematician or maybe comedian. Well. When you had your normal homeroom class, you knew how to act. When you had a sub, you went off the rails. Well, yes. you got a sub that let this whole team go off the rails. So you got kids like a, you know other, other players on this team that were spoon-fed their entire lives with a silver spoon, thinking that the whole world is theirs to, to conquer. And all of a sudden they get to the NBA, and instead of thinking, hey, it's a harsh reality because you're going to have a coach that's going to come down on you and an organization that's going to expect you to grow up, and instead all you get are the the keys to the, the to the entire fortress and hey run amok do what you want yeah. you want to go eat what Tear you shit eat? up yeah yeah do whatever you want and we'll get we'll clean it up later yo That's, i gotta acknowledge real quick pac-man joe hold on one second buddy hey welcome in raiders let's go big raid coming in from my girl g girl coming in with this big ass raid what did she say hold on let me look let me look let me look 54 G Girl. Man, thank you so much. Welcome in, Raiders. Coming in from G Girl Sports. My name is Barry Lamanek. This is Barry on Deck. Uh, we do this show every single Monday through Thursday from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Houston time. We talk sports. We bullshit. Uh, I spent seven years on ESPN Radio with this guy right here, as a matter of fact. Uh, I spent seven years on ESPN Radio, and then I've been doing this show for almost three. In fact, Joe, this is crazy may will be three-year anniversary of this show barry on deck uh also i'm a nationally touring stand-up comedian so i i try to combine comedy and sports and make it fun i do do sports though it's not just bullshit in fact you had guys happen to be rating and and joining us uh in our weekly nba segment this guy right here not only being a co-host former co-host and friend of mine still friend of mine former co-host current friend. <laughs> oh to be sure he's not a former friend uh, for now, this dude, this, dude, <laughs> this dude spent 23 years in the Houston Rockets front office as a director of broadcasting and another four years in the Portland Trailblazers uh, front office, 27 years of NBA experience. And he's nice enough to join me on this show every Thursday at 4, 4 15 p.m. Central time to talk NBA. And that's what we're doing. And that's when you guys just joined. So welcome in Raiders. Do me a quick favor. Hit refresh. Or uh, click that link in the chat. I'm sure somebody posted it. And uh, that way Twitch counts you. Because they don't normally count uh, you guys as a viewer when you raid. So, G-Girl, uh, thank you so much for the raid, man. Really appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Let's get back to something. Remind them, too, yes. if, it, if it's more enticing to them, remind them that that's a misspelling on your name at the bottom. And remind them that that last word is misspelled. No, it's it's not dick, Joel. It's dick. Oh. It's not. 
Just okay. because you put an eye on your if shirt doesn't. You might have had long. No. You might might have had some lifelong followers, bro. That's my OnlyFans. All right. <laughs> so we were talking Rockets. Um, I, I, I did want to ask you something about what's going on in the West. How does this shake up? Because I'm looking at the standings right now, bro. There's We just talked about it. There's two open spots that haven't been decided in the West. Brooklyn and Miami. We don't know which one's going to get it. We looked at the remaining schedule. Dude, we are two games left, three games left for some teams, three days left at least in the, in the NBA season. And the only teams that have clinched a spot or we know where they're going to land is the, the the spicy tasty nugs at one the grizzlies at two kings at three and the suns at four we kind of don't know what's going to happen five through ten uh right now it's clippers warriors lakers pelicans wolves and thunder what say you how does this how do you see this shaping up well two games left it's tough dallas looks like they're on the outside looking in it looks like a complete just abomination that you went and did what you did thinking you were giving Luca more help. And you and I had talked about that, you know, two guys playing the same position as max players. It's probably someone's feelings are going to be hurt. It's probably not going to work continuity wise. It would be a huge hit for Dallas. If Kyrie doesn't work out terrible again, Oklahoma city gets major props for already making the play in with a chance to shake it up. Look to me, it, 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 two different ways to look at this to me. I'm not intimidated by one, two and three in the West. I'm intimidated by the Suns, I'm mm. intimidated by the Warriors, and I'm intimidated by a Lakers team that if they get to the point where they can get through the play-in and play. If the Lakers' best case scenario, yeah, if the Lakers' best case scenario is if they get a, a matchup with either Memphis or Denver, but particularly Memphis, the jaw thing, Steven mm. Adams has been out, and you let AD and LeBron and company go at Memphis, they're not going to be intimidated like they Memphis likes to intimidate people. Bro, On the, the flip bottom, side, you got to be in, you got to be intimidated by the Lakers. Yeah, the the bottom half of the West could literally beat the top half of the West. That is insane to me. I mean, you got a Clippers Suns matchup right now. Just just as it stands, I get it we got to figure out like, you know, the, but I mean, dude, the Clippers could beat the Suns, absolutely. The Warriors could absolutely beat the Kings. And just looking at the standing, the Lakers could absolutely beat the Grizzlies. That would be one yep. of the most insane NBA playoffs in history if all that happened. And it could. Not to mention that, but if you look at the play-in scenarios, you're looking at, again, this is the NBA's like greatest accomplishment, if this yeah. works out, that people will be dialed in in the three days leading up to the playoffs to watch matchups that matter with teams and superstars that can play and go, man, this is why they did what they did. Screw the fact that they're trying to do a midseason tournament, which I hate. Stupid. And focus on the fact that to redo the playoffs and create more anticipation and viewership, boom, they knocked it out of the park. This is like the wild card scenario in baseball expanding and making it not just a one and done. So people are like, wow, it matters. Teams are fighting down the stretch. There's not teams resting players and everybody's got to focus you love that it would be crazy if we figure out that seven and eight is lakers Mavs, right because the Mavs are tied with the thunder right now thunder have the tie break but it absolutely could be that the Mavs sneak into that 10 spot in the play-in and then something happens where maybe the pellies advance because the lakers know we're in let's rest the old guy and uh they fall to eight right which would mean then that the lakers would play the wolves the Mavs would play the pellies those two teams, Mavs and Lakers, could win and be seven and eight. And oh my God, get ready 
because like I just said, the bottom half of the West could beat the top half. Yeah, of the then West. you nailed it. You're absolutely you're you're absolutely correct and you would nail it. The the bottom half versus the top half. <laughs> There would be underdogs favored in, in, oh. in three of the four series. That like, would be a great prop bet, like, right? Uh, you, you get to oh choose God, one yes. through four or uh, five through eight. And uh, like five through eight would probably be like plus 700. I'd take that shit. Oh, my God. No doubt. Because yeah. the thing is, when you look at these matchups, like I don't want Phoenix to play the Warriors or the Clippers in the first round. <clears throat> Excuse me, because... I firmly believe the Suns are the best team in the West. And I think the Suns are the most talented team. And they're coming on strong right now, too. But I also think that for better basketball later in the playoffs, when everybody starts watching more and, and anticipating longer series, to have the Clippers and the Warriors and the Suns in the second round would mean a lot more yeah. than it would to eliminate one right away in the first round. Agreed. Now, uh, <laughs> Eno, we're not going to do a shot, buddy. They want me to do shots in the chat. No, no. Not going to do a shot. Dude, By the way, I mean, you might bring more logic to the table if you did. So fine. snap a few down. The the Raiders that are coming in, some, some of y'all that are new and, and some of you that don't know what that hashtag is above Joel's head. Uh, if you want to ask an NBA question or any question, but I, NBA preferred because that's what he's here for. Just put hashtag ask the hammer in the chat. I'll add it to the queue. And as we wrap up the show, we'll just kind of rapid fire all the questions to Joel and he'll answer them. However, I do want to bring up something that somebody came in on the raid with. I know you're a huge golf guy and you know, Hello, you and I love to talk baseball. You and I, <laughs> you and I love to talk basketball, but somebody had an amazing uh, bet and I would love to get your take. And I know all the golf fans in the chat would love to get your take on this. Cause you are a huge golfer and a huge golf fan. Here you go. Are you ready? Yeah. Here's the bet. Does a PGA player win or does an LIV player win? Ooh. Mm. It's a good I think there's question, like, right? I, I think the odds are in the favor of a PGA guy because of numbers alone. Because I think there's 17 and then Kevin Nod dropped out after shooting four over on the front side. So now it's 16. But when you look at the guys, yeah, Kepka or, or Dustin Johnson might be or can't or, or like there's a few guys, but I'm looking at the leaderboard right now. John Rahm, PGA guy, Victor Hovland, PGA guy, then Kepka, Jason Day, PGA guy. I, I think I, I would take the PGA side of things, but also, you know what I'd take? I'd throw out the President's Cup. I want to start seeing Lib Tour versus PGA Tour. Best team wins. Go get them. You want to talk about all of this and this and yes. all that? You want to Dude. make golf great again or Bro. great for the first time? Let them smack talk their ass off while playing golf. That would that, be Patrick Reed. I want someone to kick his ass anyway, but I'd love to see it on a golf course. Bro, golf needs that. Golf, it, 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 I, it's funny. I was doing a super fan face-off on Twitch on Monday night for the uh, NCAA championship drop? game. What? Did I drop another name? I got that. Yeah, you dropped it. It's okay. And I was so you just dropped a guy the, named Ray, the director from Villanova. Damn it, I keep dropping these names. Oh, A.J. <laughs> Dillon wasn't Monday. available? Huh? AJ Dillon wasn't AJ available. Dillon wasn't available. Hanging okay. out with him too. It's whatevs. But we were talking about the fact that this whole Angel Reeve, uh, Angel Reese, uh, uh, what Kelly Clarkson? I forget her name. Uh, close, Caitlin Clark, but close <laughs> enough. I haven't watched that. But they was like, "Yo, that's there. That's the that could be the WNBA's magic bird." Started in college, continues. The the ratings are through the roof, bro. Liv versus PGA or Live versus PGA oh. could be magic bird for for golf. No genius, question about dude. it. They need that. They need and that. 
because you know no matter how much Norman wants to stir it up, he's not playing anymore. Mm -hmm. So let the players do the talking, literally, on both sides of it. And then let one, you know, let the, and if you miss a putt, you can do all this and do yes. all this and do all this. We need that. Have the good, old days of, oh my God, well, be awesome. no, Schultz, I always go sit down. That's gone, bro. That's gone. This is 2023, yeah. not 1923. Nope. Let's let's have some fun with golf. You know what I mean? I don't need bat no flips. Question. I don't need driver flips, although that would be fucking dumb. That'd be pretty cool, too. Could you yep. imagine? Kepka just nails like a 370-yard drive, and he just, on 18, right? They're tied. Throws <laughs> his driver or just, here. Or, oh. or, or just... You know, someone strikes one down the middle and yells rain dance the minute that they, they freaking hit it because it's up in the clouds and it's coming down soft. And Oh, yeah. Rain and dance! Leave the hand up. <laughs> rain dance! And they just they just walk down the fairway with the follow-through, like leaving the hand up when you shoot. Oh, God, that would make golf so much more fun. I mean, I, I would watch it. I, it. I mean, well, the live tour needs a period because they don't have viewership. But, yeah, I'd watch yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, good thing they have money. All right, uh, a couple of questions, and then we got to bounce. Uh, we are we are winding it up, wind it up. That's uh, that's the. Do you ever watch that Tourette's lady on on TikTok? Have you ever seen her? What do you think? No, no. Like, what TikTok? I don't. What is? What the hell yeah. is that? I won't. You, I'm trying to keep my daughters away from it as long as possible. <sighs> good so luck. No. Damn. You don't even get TikTok on your jitterbug phone, do you? Okay, that was inappropriate. Here's the cue. Uh, two are questions. Are you an Android for guy, Barry? Yes. So much. Uh, oh, bro, up. we were reminiscing the other day about when I cracked Nick's password on the usual suspects. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you were in the Because it was studio. so I tough to crack, too. Some people thought it was a bit like we made that up, but it was just, it wasn't, right? You were there. We were both like, what the yeah. fuck? It's just one, two, three, four, five, six. This shit worked. Uh, all right. So the time we were playing CSI Vegas when he lost it, didn't know where, and you and I were on a burner phone in the studio trying to track down the guy that stole it. So much Jeez. fun. That should oh have been God. on the air. So much fun. Uh, all right. Two questions for you in the chat that we're going to get out. First one was from Total Dallas. Uh, this is Dr. probably going to be a Mavs question. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag ask the hammer. Will Silas go back to the Mavs and have the Mavs saved their season with last night's W? No, because they don't have the they don't have the tiebreaker. So they still have work to do. They got to cross their fingers. They hope to get in. If they get in, they got a chance to at least get out of the play in because they they have two guys that that can do it all by themselves. Yeah. But the the first part of the question, TD Silas is going to end up with a job next year, and it's going to be it's not going to be a head job. It's going to be an assistant job. But there's a reason why this guy was on somebody's bets for 18 years, and it start. It's not just because his dad was who he was. It's because as an assistant coach, he's really, really good. But unfortunately, you hired a guy that had never done it before, and he learned a lot of lessons on the job, which is you have to be the disciplinarian. You have to be the, the first stopper that doesn't let things fester. You have to be the guy that doesn't go to his players and ask, how do we fix this? You have to come with solutions and then take the questions. And, and, and that's just for starters. And I think you learned your lesson, but you also showed a lot of teams, I'm not wanting to go that route with my young or – or my experienced team, he's going to get an assistant coach job. He's going to be a good offensive mind for somebody. And Dallas, since he's been there, done that is a possibility. However, he did it more with Rick Carlisle than he did with Jason Kidd. So I don't know that that connection is there anymore. Oh, my God. Uh, by the way, Mines, welcome to the show. Welcome back. Hadn't seen you in a hot minute. Thanks for rejoining the show and showing up in the chat. Mines, you're probably going to nut your pants right now. 
Uh, Joe, this guy Mines in the chat is a he. All he does when he shows up is he wants to talk basketball. That's it. Mines, this guy right here. I know you you haven't been here in months, so you haven't seen Joe Blank. Uh, but this dude spent 23 years with the Rockets, another four with the Portland Trailblazers in the NBA. Bro, if you Mines, ask your Raptors questions now. He's always showing up. Be like, what do you think about the Raptors? I'm like, bro, I don't fucking watch the Raptors. This guy. I think the Raptors might have the Rockets' next head coach. By the way. Oh, do you now? Do tell. Mines, ask your question. Seriously. Put hashtag. Uh, well, while, while Mines and, is and typing, we'll get and by the way, if my daughter ever uses that word again by claiming something is hers, she's going to be in big trouble because I don't know where she learned it. But we're putting a stop to that just as a caveat. Yeah. Nick Nurse, the, the longtime coach of the Raptors, NBA champion, is deciding his future. He can walk away. He was the D-League coach for the Rockets. He got He cut his teeth with the Rockets. He knows a lot about the Rockets. He would be a guy that has respect and command of a locker room with the Rockets, and there's a chance. I'm not saying he's going to be the front runner, but I'm saying he's one of three or four candidates for the Rockets job, so keep an eye on that. Would that be a good thing for this organization based on where they're at with the talent that they have if they got him? I, you know, I've said this over and over on our show, but the biggest thing is is that you need someone that's going to have command of the locker room and at least some control over the general manager if Stone keeps his job. And that's because you've got to change the culture, you've got to change the reputation, and you've got a pick coming in that could change your franchise, but it could also screw the whole thing up if you screw him up. So you need an Ime Adoka, a Nick Nurse, mm -hmm. a Kenny Adkinson, a little lesser, but guys, or, or even a Frank Vogel who's been mentioned, because they've won titles or been to championship games, this younger generation is familiar with their names and their resumes, and they have to respect it. And this is very similar to when Lovey Smith took over the Texans job. He didn't do a great job, but you know what he did? He brought the Stay he brought the, the strength in the room to be able to say, hey, Nick Casario, no more on the headsets. Hey, Nick Casario, no more meddling in my locker room or on my practice fields. And you need a coach that's going to at least command his locker room and tell the general manager when to back off and stay out of it and tell him, you hired me to do a job. You do yours, I'll do mine. And that's yeah. got to happen. Some stabilization. All right, we got one more in the chat. Mine's, I guess, I don't know if he's typing it with his foot or what the fuck is happening. But uh, in the meantime, here's Alex Villanueva. He had a question for you. Uh, hashtag Ask the Hammer. Who's the first player gone after this season? I'm assuming that's a Rockets question. Who's the first player gone for the Rockets after this season? And again, if you guys DJ have any Augustine. basketball questions, hurry, because this show's about to wind up. Uh, and I'll start my oh, we weekend. we got time. We'll, we'll extend yeah, it. Shit. Yeah, we'll um, DJ Augustine is the easy answer because he's older than dirt yeah. and he just picked up a late check just so that he can roll into retirement. But if you're looking for a core, you don't know where you're picking yet. So I don't think anybody's mm -hmm. going to jump ship or they're going to dump anybody until the new year starts, the draft gets over, and they know who they have. On draft night, a lot of things could happen. I think that, you know, like, say, for instance, Tari Eason and Kenyon Martin Jr. are basically the same player. So if you have redundancy and you're looking to get better, teams want both of those guys. So that's something to you know, keep an eye on. A lot of people think KPJ has a lot. He's Look, I've always said this is not a basketball issue with KPJ. He's got hyper-talented basketball skills. It's a maturity and an emotional thing with him, and a lot of things have to be figured out. But if you can get value for KPJ, especially if you're going Scoot Henderson at two, then you move on from him. And like I told you, it's addition by subtraction simply because you create a different dynamic in the locker room instantaneously, no matter who else has their own issues. So I would look in the direction of redundancy and also, you know, guys that maybe haven't had their best start to their careers here. Mm -hmm. If someone's interested 
in a Garuba or a Christopher, or they see Christopher and they've seen one of his good games and go, why is this dude not getting more run? Then, you know, it, it, then that's something that you would look at. Um, by the way, if I see Deshaun Nix on the floor again in a Rockets uniform and Ty Ty Washington playing in the G League, when you spend a first round pick on Ty Ty Washington, that in a nutshell is a what that. the hell are they doing moment. Yeah, I don't get that. Uh, uh, I, I think it's going to be interesting because, like you said, this is a team that has a lot of similar players, and it'll be interesting to see can they parlay that into a draft pick, a decent draft pick, which, you know, you, you and I have these discussions or had these discussions all the time about where in the where in the draft does it start to really tail off as far as talent wise. But I think what might be kind of interesting is if they if they package up a KPJ or whoever it is, like you said, a Kenya Martin Jr. or or, or Knicks or whatever. And uh, bring in some a veteran presence because well, if, that's if you get that PG that's part of it, or Barry. you get Webinyama and you ship those guys out, especially if it's Webinyama. If they get the number one pick, bro, KPJ and Knicks or or Kenya Martin Jr. go for a veteran point guard. Then I'm excited about Rockets basketball. But even if it is Scoot and you're going to go out and get some veterans, I mean they're getting close to that. You feel like right? Think about too because even if you don't get Victor Wembanyama. You need a point guard. Even when KPJ was playing the point, when KPJ was more under control, it was because Dennis Schroeder was on the team showing these guys, these young kids, the ropes, telling them how to act on and off the floor. But you knew he was only here for a cup of coffee because he wasn't sticking around to be on a losing team. And he already lost a a boatload of money in screwing up the money he turned away from the Lakers. But while he was here, those kids were different. And so now when you look at it, you say to yourself, hey, I need to make this team better across the board. And, and one thing that, t- to the point you brought up, they have a ton of, John Wall's money comes off the books this offseason. So now mm-hmm. you've got all that money to play with too. That's where you get your veterans. That's where you get some veterans that have been there, done that, that say, hey, look, let's do a solid. I'm going to give you a good contract with good money. You've already won. You've already done some things in this league. I need you to go in there and be big brother every single day and be the eyes and ears of the, the, the ownership and the coach and the organization to say, we ain't doing that crap anymore. We're here about being professional on and off the floor. We're here about doing what we need to do to win ball games, And all that other BS is out the window. So I think to, to kind of switch the question a little bit, it's not about who's going to leave. It's about how soon can you get someone else in? Because you can't get players, and you should wait till after the draft. But you can get rid of your coach because the contract's up, and you say we're moving on. And then you become pick of the litter, first team available coaching opportunity. Now you're not – you want to avoid competition. Because for a lot of guys, they're going to say, do I want to go to that bleep show where everybody tells me it's completely upside down and backwards? Or do I have option B and C and D? Like an Ime Adoka probably will have. And that's who I think is the the leading candidate. So if you get out of Silas, the first team out of the gates, and you go right to Ime Adoka and say, let's do this. You're our guy. Let's get it done before anything else. Let's wrap it up. We believe in you. We're we're willing to, to work with you on what happened off the floor. But with that being said, you come to us and you be our long-term solution. And boom, now you're yeah. done. So he's that's what I would say. Ryan. Look more towards as a Texas yeah. fan. He's your D'Amico. Yeah. Right. That's he resets the, the the entire deck. Yeah. So that's what I would look for first. Well, uh, as always, uh outstanding insight and information from you in regards to the NBA. The golf take lacked a little, if I'm being I'm <laughs> Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Uh, who'd you got? Who'd you pick? Who, who, who's winning the Masters? And then I'm, I'm, we did I'm a draft. My and I'm not oh, really I, I happy give a, about I just the draft. want who you got. Who you got? Who? Who is? I said, who? I said Rory at the start of the week because okay. he because he's he's played well there, but he just hasn't won. Yeah, and I believe Rory's going to be in the mix. 
But I like, I mean, I drafted a great team, but I'm just telling you. I don't give a shit. Uh, you know how people don't give a shit about other people's fantasy teams. I'm just curious who you think, because I don't, I don't watch it enough to be able to say, oh, yeah, I think this guy is that. And uh, So you think Rory's the, the, Matt, the guy? All right, this is outstanding, bro. I love this so much. Thank you for doing this every week with me. For those of you that are basketball fans, uh, make sure you tune back in if you if you don't hang out with me the rest of the week. Also, make sure you follow Joel on Twitter at Pac-Man Joel. And if you can't get enough of Joel, you can also listen to him Monday through Friday on uh, ESPN Radio 97.5. It's the Killer Bees from 12 to 3. They have an app you can go download. They have a Twitch. You can join him uh, and and listen and then pop over here if you want to do that. Uh, either way, go support my boy, man. He does a great job, him and Jeremy, with their show and obviously with his basketball knowledge. Joe, homie, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thanks, buddy. Happy Easter. Yeah, happy Easter uh, to Lisa and the kiddos. I said hello. And uh, next week we'll be talking NBA playoffs. About to get yeah, gonna about be, to get good, man. It's going to be challenging. I'm on vacation. I'm going to have to try and make that happen. Oh, no, no, no. No, that's fine. We can skip Thursday of next week if you're no, out. Oh, it's a no big worries. week. We can, be, we can make it happen. Well, I'm sure I mean, the I in-laws could... would be happy to get some insight. <laughs> well, let me know. We'll figure it out. If not, I we'll will. pick it up. Yep. We'll pick it up the next time. Everybody, that's Joe Blank. Go follow him. Go support. Uh, appreciate you, buddy. Love you. We'll see you next time. Keep your eggs in one basket. <laughs> that's not... What the fuck was that? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Nice little tech problem at the end there. Uh, all right, that is Joe Blake, man. I appreciate him joining. Yo, thank you to everybody that joined. Uh, thanks for hanging out with me today, man. I'm exhausted. I'm going to sleep right now. All right, let's wrap it up. Um, hey, man, I do want to say in all honesty... Uh, thank you so much to everybody that either came to the show Friday here in spring at Hop Scholar for the comedy show, Saturday to the watch party for the VID Deckhead Watch Party, um, last night at the Houston Improv for the Roast of Houston Sports, any of that, all of that, and you were here as well, whether you were here, I, I just, I don't even have the words to say thank you, man. The support that I got from you guys for the last five or six days, unbelievable. I am a lucky, lucky man, and I am so grateful to have you guys uh, supporting me and as a part of this community for this show and uh, as as friends, uh, and I appreciate you, and I love you, and I hope you all uh, have a great weekend. Happy Easter, if that's your thing. Enjoy the Masters. I will see you on Monday, <clears throat> or, you know, if you come to a show on Saturday. Don't come to the show. It's going to be bad. Uh, but if until I see you on Monday. And oh, by the way, uh, thank you to G Girl for the dope ass Ray. Big ass Ray from G Girl Sports. I appreciate G Girl so much, man. That was outstanding. Thank you so much for that. Uh, until Monday, do me three favors, everybody. Be safe, be kind, and most importantly, love each other. I will see y'all on Monday. Have a great weekend. Uh, we're going to raid. Uh, I have a raid. We're going to raid. Uh, 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 damn it. What's his name? Uh, Grant Pooh Bear. He's been doing like a 30 day stream. And um, I promised him that I promised that I would raid him. So we're going to go raid Grant Pooh Bear as soon as I can get his damn name. Is he on right now? Yeah, he's still on. So we're going to raid Grand Pooh Bear. Y'all say hi. Uh, he's a fun time. I did the super fan face-off with him a couple of different times. So let's pass this on to Grand Pooh Bear. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. I will see y'all on Monday. Fucker out.
All right, the raid started. Come on, let's get a good go. How many we got in here? What do we got? We got uh, like 55 people watching. Come on, can we get to 45? Oh, fuck yeah. Look at this. 47. It's a dope-ass raid. Y'all enjoy Grand Pooh Bear. He's a crazy person. Say hello. Uh, give him a follow, and I will see y'all on Monday. Bye. And he's making a YouTube video.